0: Hello Xbox gamers, welcome to the Xbox Factor Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. Ladies and gentlemen, we are five days away from the greatest show on earth. And of course, I'm talking about Xbox, the Bethesda showcase will be dropping this Sunday at 1 p.m. Lots of exciting reveals, We're, we're expecting some big bombs, and then we got the information that the next day... Or I think it's the next no, it's the Tuesday. There is going to be an extended showcase, a 90-minute extended showcase. I mean, Xbox is here to win, and we're going to be towing the line here in Double Bow Gaming. As a matter of fact, everybody here is going to be on a podcast or another or like Box and Burger, eight of them in the next couple of days. Uh, but we are we we live for this time of year. Um, obviously, um, you know we want you to uh, hang out with whoever is your favorite podcaster and check out their wares. Everyone here has something that's going to be bringing big to the table. And listen, um, we're going to get into the today's show. We have some breaking news with Hideo Kojima. What his new game is going to be called? is this the xbox exclusive it is a horror game we're going to be breaking down what 20 million forza horizon 5 players means to xbox game pass and i'm going to be talking about some fables some about and then folks if if that's not enough for you we're going to be giving you our opinions on what needs to be at this show to make it a 10 out of 10 but let's get into the introductions first and of course our special guest and he's not even a guest anymore he's really got the key (laughs) to the kingdom steel
1: rain what's going on brother how are you boom dominus it is i and i am him the one and only steel rain and again boom when you send that signal out man and i got some time i'm definitely going to be here right here rocking and rolling with you on xbox factor podcast and not only that but going into what seems like a beautiful week as far as gaming goes, our oh, yeah. E3, although some people are downplaying it and say it's not E3 anymore. Either way, uh, this is the Super Bowl, this is the time that we look forward to see what's going to keep us invested within our ecosystems as we move into 2023 and the rest of 2022. So, um, it is definitely a pleasure to be here, nothing but love and respect. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're buckled in fast and tight because we got quite a ride for you today. Stay tuned in and uh, much love.
0: Yeah, brother. Well, listen, great show that was put on by you and Pong Soul this Saturday. I was just right. telling Steele that while I was cleaning yesterday, that, that that bad boy was on. I was listening to the opinions. Pong soul, you're here, you're wearing the MTV classic shirt. <laughs> Obviously, and this is crazy that uh, that Steel Rain is wearing the MTV hat. Folks, they had Sorry. no idea they were doing this, but that's why their brothers, Pong, yep. how the heck are you?
2: Yeah, it's great to be back boom, especially
0: for the week of christmas for us
2: gamers that's right it did get kicked off last week with the state of play but this this week right here is the real time to get excited folks right. we got a ton of shows coming up yeah. and yes the mtv thing we did not plan that that just means we spend too much time together <laughs> and that's how things work right but no we're, we're gonna have a great show we got a ton of great topics and again i can't be any more hyped any more excited for everything that's coming up this week. So let's get down to business boom. Chat. By the way, you're all looking amazing. I hope you're all just as excited as we are. So let's do this. Let's talk some business.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And of course, the man that's gonna be on 19 podcasts in the last uh in the next six days, hyped Boxenberger. What's going on, brother? And are you gonna be working overtime just like we all are? How you feeling about this upcoming week?
3: I'm walking on sunshine. I'm so excited. Yeah, you like you said, I've got to host in the next seven days four podcasts on my own channel. I'll be guesting on, I think, five others uh, in the next seven days. So it, it's busy times, but it's exciting times. I mean, I always say... I, I don't watch sports. It's I don't watch the uh, Champions League over here or the UEFA or over the, there, the Super Bowl. That's not for me. This is my Super Bowl. This is my Champions League final. It's E3 week. Um, still call it that. Um, and, yeah, I'm, I'm just super excited for everything to come, the Summer Game Fest the Xbox Showcase and all the other little shows that no one talks about. But there will probably also be some awesome announcements. So, yeah, it's 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 a fantastic week and I can't wait. And today we're going to have an awesome show. We have a fantastic panel. The chat is full with beautiful gamers. It's, it's going to be fantastic.
0: Yes, absolutely. And before we get to Josh64, Brigaders Blue drops the first Super Chat of the day for $5 and says, going to lurk and listen at work. I can't wait for today's episode. The hype levels are at mach 10 indeed they are and thank you so much for the generosity but more importantly thanks for being here and checking out the show josh n60 well n64 josh how are you brother are you excited for what is could be one of the biggest shows in xbox history
4: game pass game pass yes we heard aaron greenberg said
0: that game pass is going to be the, the running theme i love it
4: game pass Game Pass. <laughs> that's all I'm. That's all I'm waiting to hear. That's I, I. cannot wait. I mean, it seems like we got some incredible news yesterday. Th- there's just, uh, yeah. What? What? Like, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Let's get this. Let's get the show started. Can't. Cannot wait for. But, uh, for you know Sunday. what?
0: Let's let's open up with something that literally just broke one hour ago. Uh, I would always pronounced it as Nebelian, Nebillion, Nibelin. I, I don't even know how I pronounce this guy's name, but he is obviously someone who always has the ta- uh, the pulse of the, of the gaming community tapped. And he posted something that's incredibly important, interesting, and it makes you wonder if this is the game, the exclusive Xbox deal signed by Hodayo Kojima. And apparently he's working on a horror title, ladies and gentlemen. It's called Overdose, and it's starring the actress Margaret Qualley. Uh, She played Mama. In Death Stranding. The game is playable in both third and first person, apparently, but not many more details have been released. This is a big deal. Um, obviously, we've been waiting for the last couple of, uh, of shows for microsoft to bring out hodayo kojima who has signed an exclusive deal to work on an exclusive game for xbox and here we go it is a horror title and it is titled overdose uh i'm gonna know first steal rain Steal. this is a big deal for a multitude of reasons yeah. microsoft's push to the east cannot be more prevalent than what is going on right now in the community. My timeline is littered with new gamers from the land of the rising sun finding Xbox, specifically the Xbox Series S, and posting it for everyone to say. And, of course, like in boomstick fashion, I am welcoming everyone that I see posted to the Xbox family. And listen, whether you think he's overrated or you don't, Hideo Kojima is a big name in fact yeah. he is a huge name in that region of the world specifically a region that microsoft has lost for generation after generation and they're creeping and they're slowly are they going to beat playstation and nintendo probably not but they could still be relevant and a mm-hmm. presence and getting someone like kojima to make a game that's going to be in Game Pass where we millions and millions of people subscribe could be just what the doctor ordered. What are your thoughts on
1: overdose? Um, uh, my thoughts on overdose. I'm I'm along the lines. I'm not going to say that I'm like the biggest Kojima fan or whatever the case may be. Uh because that's not that's far from the truth. Um my Metal Gear my Metal Gear history starts at Metal Gear Rising Revengeance and then ends at Metal Gear 5 The Phantom Pain. So, uh, I don't have the same breadth or depth of care or love for Kojima as a lot of other people do. I do respect him as um, a game designer, though. He's been at it since the 80s. Uh, I look, yep. From what I've seen, 86, since he's been in the industry. And he is a huge name, especially, again, like you mentioned, Boom, when it comes to the East, which is a market where I know a lot of people are saying... Uh well you know Xbox should give up on it and um, we've even seen uh Ed Freeze come out on a uh, on a Sip it Ghost podcast and say that Xbox should just give up on trying to make a kind of make a home in Japan um because the market is just different over there uh the biggest thing for me is bringing Kojima on board and having that those rumors kind of going around where he wants to really take advantage of the cloud, um, you kind of put two and two together and say, all right, well, who better than a Microsoft or an Amazon who currently are the leaders for that? And the only one that makes more sense than Amazon does is going to be Microsoft versus like a Sony. So if this is that new game, um, there could be a chance, uh, especially if it's announced at this showcase coming up, um it's it's gonna throw a lot of people up up in arms um a lot of people gonna be having this conversation uh all the people that say that they don't care about kojima are gonna all of a sudden care about kojima and this game that he's gonna be making because again mindshare works and when you have someone who has created metal gear solid regardless of my personal playtime history with it um i understand what that means and there's a reason why he gets the type of uh, Sashe, or some people say that he's more like a prima madonna whatever the case might be. But to be completely honest, how can you fault the man? Um, he's done good work. Whether you like this training or not, that's still another game that has... I put 60 hours into success. that game
0: a game, so. steal that I had no interest to play and my brother gifted it to me and I'm like, wait a second. This is a single player game, but it's multiplayer is so unique. It's so outrageous. Right. I have Which to continue really
1: playing this game. And and that's and you so you're already seeing and that's a perfect that's a perfect segue right there. Boom is because you're already seeing that he has some of that vision. How do you you're creating a single player game that's also based off of teamwork or other people being involved? Yes, maybe not directly, but in a very indirect manner that can potentially benefit your play style. And if you start implementing those things and what can be possibly done. From the cloud again you want to you want to see the potential of the cloud look at microsoft's flight simulator where they're streaming in petabytes of data to give you real time info weather data uh so that when you go hop on flight sim right now the weather's going to look exactly how it is currently today that's, at whatever time dangerous. that you go up in that sky yeah um so the potential is kind of endless um i do get excited for these things because i anything that's going to any, anything or anybody that has any ideas to push gaming forward or being able to open up more of the hardware resources, because honestly, that's kind of the point that we're getting to, right? Where we're getting to the kind, somewhat of the potential of what hardware can do. Now, what can we do to free up the hardware a little bit so our consoles can maybe last a little longer or maybe so we could just do things a little bit differently that maybe we didn't anticipate? and. We can get better AI and other things from out of that, and he could be a huge proponent for that. So that gets me excited personally, at least. But um, it's good to hear that it has a code name thus far. I want to see more from it. I'm one of those that I, I like to see actual what's the product first. Like yeah. I want to see mm-hmm. the full product I agree. depth before. So, yeah, no, That's- no. I mean,
0: listen, you you want to see what's going on, obviously. We know the game is going to look good. Kojima has a a way of just making games Mm -hmm. look fan. Freaking-tastic. He does push games to its absolute maximum. So it's it's not... I have high hopes. And again, I would love to see his take on horror uh, realized. Because all we have is PT. If you have an old uh, PlayStation 4 and PT is still on there, and I do that's all we have and quite frankly i don't know how many times you played that demo i played it over a dozen times and it's just a demo
3: and when i sold my ps4 it was still on there and i think i got uh, almost the full price of the the original price uh, because of that wow (laughs) that's
0: awesome yeah Yeah. it it definitely means
5: something i gotta welcome in mav
0: mav i didn't expect you to be here brother welcome how you doing
5: What's up? Yeah, I was racing to try and get back here in time and I, I made it I was a little late. Sorry, everybody. But That's yeah, I'm excited. Late. Man, it's this the week of news and gaming and hype, and I wouldn't miss this for the world, boom. So, well, listen, let's, you let's, know let's what? I got to give
0: least. you a, a, a tremendous amount of, uh, of on the air praise. That video you put out with all of Uh, the content creators giving them our picks was phenomenally done well i mean the leaps and bounds better than last year you can tell the production value is high if you missed out on it folks definitely get over to his youtube channel and check it out i mean he has all the who's who's uh, of gaming in there and uh it was very well done mav but i want to bring in pong soul and get your opinion on this pong you know look there are a lot of people that don't have any interest in what Kojima does. And if that's if if you are on that train, I hear you, but I'm not on that train. I'm on the train like I want to see what an Xbox exclusive a Kojima game looks like. Obviously, we know that Death Stranding 2 is potentially going to uh is going to be made cuz we heard some rumors about that. But right now he's working on Overdose, which is the rumored code name. Are you excited to see what an Xbox Kojima exclusive is, or nay? Yeah, I
2: am always on this train, and I'm not necessarily even the biggest Kojima fan either. He's been hit or hit or miss for me in what has actually looked and played that actually got me, you know, into his games. It, it really has been hit or miss. So. Whether or not this is actually the Xbox exclusive or this is a different game, because I do believe, and I've said this multiple times on different shows, that Kojima is now in the phase of his life where it's no longer going to be one game at a time for him and his studio. Uh, That's the way it used to be. He used to put all of his focus and energy into one project and then move on to the next one he was done with that one i think now as father time is tapping him on the shoulder i think he wants to get more and more games out he's because his brain is filled with ideas and so whether you like him or not whether this is an xbox exclusive or not i still think potential is is that that's still being worked on in the background and this may not be it i am excited to see what he does because again The ideas, the creativity, uh, the uniqueness that he brings, the Kojima flavor that he brings is something that I always, whether it's a game I'm going to play or not, I want to see what it's going to be about because a lot of times it just blows my mind. Even some of the games of his that hasn't necessarily interested me, like Death Stranding, still blow my mind when I watch the videos and where he came up with this unique concept of his. So that's what I want to see. And again, Mm -hmm. I understand why Xbox wants to bring him in the fold. I understand why they want him to be kind of the face of that first big push into cloud developed games and kind of pushing the boundaries as to what you can do with Azure, with the connectivity, with the accessibility that now Xbox is bringing to the wider audience, 2 billion, 3 billion people. I understand all of that. So whether or not this is it. And let's just assume for a minute it isn't. I'm still excited to see what's happening. You know, we got confirmation that Death Stranding 2 um, probably is in production. Um, you know, So that's going to be cool to see what he comes up with next for Death Stranding. And then let's say he's got another idea. And that's the one he's working on behind the scenes for Xbox. And whether or not the deal is signed, we still don't know. I mean, Grub months ago said it was to the lawyers. We assume things would have gotten signed. But again, you can never make that assumption until we actually get official word. If that happens this week and this one does happen to be the Xbox game, hey, count my hype levels up even a little bit further because, again, I believe that they're bringing them in to actually show off what the cloud can do, to try some new ideas, to bring some of that crazy Kojima to the cloud, to Azure, and show the world, hey, You know, all that, you know, all the stuff we've been doing all these years, all this infrastructure we put in place. Yeah, you guys have seen bits and pieces of it, but we've got more to show you because now we're going to take development up into the cloud for everybody. But Kojima is going to be the first one to really show you how this can be done. And I think that's what would raise my hype levels even more if this turns out to be the one. Um, So, yeah, man, whether it's at Game Fest, whether it's on stage at Xbox on Sunday, June 12th. No matter what the case is, I'm going to be glued to my monitor, my TV, watching to see if there's any hints as to what this game is going to be like when Kojima finally announces it. So I'm excited, man.
0: Yeah, man, me too. Uh, before we get into uh, what Boxenberger has to say, let me thank a couple of people here. We got a super chat from a very good friend of the program, Sir X-Man, drops an outstanding $2 of jet and says, Boom, sent you the trailer for Sonic Battle Mechanics in DM. I will definitely check that. I know there's uh, there's literally a Sonic show going on right now, and as someone actually put that, he goes, Whenever we go live, there's always something happening. Listen, folks, it's not- that's the be- I, that's the luck I have, and the wise old gamer who's been a channel member. Wow, man, for twenty months, almost going on two years. Thanks for the generosity, brother. He says I tried playing Death Stranding, loved it. No longer need to take melatonin before bed anymore. That's the spirit.
4: <laughs> yeah. um, so, so
0: Boxenberger, look, we yeah. we know that you you that that you you consider you consider. Um, Kojima overrated. You've said it numerous times, and you're not sorry you said it. And I'm glad that you're not sorry you said it. Um, But here's the thing. He is still, to this day, a relevant name in gaming, regardless of whether or not you liked Death Stranding or not. I think that if this is the Xbox game he's been working on, it's going to be a big draw for a multitude of reasons. Like I said, we only saw a hint of what he was capable of in P.T., if this is the full-on realized horror version, I'm excited. What are your thoughts on on, on it, w- whether or not this actually can be that, to be honest with you?
3: Yeah, well, my my first thoughts were, were just what I wrote in our chat group, um, and that's another snooze fest coming in. <laughs> I, like you said, I don't get Kojima. I really don't understand why people like his games. They are boring. They are uninspired. They are... I always fall asleep. I get a gameplay to um, gameplay to to cutscene ratio of ten to one. I played mm-hmm. ten hours of the game. I watched nine hours of cutscenes. I don't get it. I don't you know, get the hype. And honestly, I hope um, it just Xbox spends their money for something else, um, <laughs> something that actually gets me excited. Um, I'm sorry. I I don't have anything good to say about his games. Um, but yeah, I know I'm I'm probably alone with that opinion here in that panel. No, that's no, you you're, you're that's your totally opinion. fine. Yeah. Um that's uh, but yeah, you're I not give alone. you uh, that's uh, I whew. <laughs> that makes me happy. <laughs> um, no, a box and um, burger,
2: think, there's always a chance this could be the one, right? There's yeah, always yeah, a sure. chance. Right?
3: The only, the only way, but, uh, but the only way I'm going to play his game is when it comes to actually to game pass, because I'm not spending one cent extra on, 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 on another Kojima game again. Not I did listening. that with metal gear solid two, four, five, and with death stranding. And I, it's just a waste um, of time and money in my opinion. But of course I would give it a shot if it comes to game pass. Um, so, yeah, but the, the thing is that for some reason, some reason I don't get, um, uh, his name carries a lot of weight. And obviously, any platform who can attach the name Kojima to it um, uh, is, is in for a win. Uh, to get a Kojima game on your platform is a good thing. Um, but let me be honest, I don't think it's going to be Xbox exclusive. I think it's going to be multi and It's going to be shown at the Chef Keighley show. Um interesting. I I don't think because we have we we have that rumor for an Kojima Xbox game for a while now. Couple we years, same, 2 years I think. Uh, 2 yeah. years yeah. But we have the same rumor for for PlayStation. And um the funny thing is for my video I, that I dropped yesterday, I did actually a lot of research where did this rumor come from that uh, that Kojima is doing an Xbox game and or a PlayStation exclusive game. And the only sources I could find were some weird fans on reddit that just said i heard kojima's doing an xbox game and that's the source there is no source for this rumor there is no legit source for any of these actually
5: grub had some information about that as well about the letter of intent and um, all that kind of stuff right so i think that kind of solidified the rumors a little bit more because of his track record
3: but we that think. was that was about a year later after these rumors came out um mm. so i'm not really sure um honestly what it signed because that could op- uh, we had that there were a couple of mentions of that in the forums that yes that uh, this is happening But that doesn't mean that it's exclusive. That just means that it's a possibility to be published on the platform. It has nothing to do with the actual game being exclusive. Mm -hmm. Well, it could happen. I'm just saying my guess, my educated guess after doing a little digging is it's going to be a um, multi-platform game. um, And we will probably see it at the Keeleys because we know how buddy-buddy he is with Jeff. So, um, yeah. That's just, just my five cents here.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, I, 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 lo- I love the hot take. Uh, real quick, Eli Slomovich, good friend of the program. We talk pretty much every day, me, him, and King David in a private DM. <laughs> he drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, uh, thanks to all the content creators for this super week. Uh, hype for all games on all platforms i think bethesda show eso roundhouse mobile and quake reboot the quake reboot i'm i'm very excited about because i think that you know we heard that it was going to be rebooted in the way that doom was and there's going to be a female protagonist as opposed to the original being uh, you know like a, a nameless faceless male uh i like that that they're, they're taking us in a different direction and i think that that's going to be dope Dan the man Cunningham, what's going on Dan? How the heck are you? He drops a very generous five-hour super chat and says, "Boom, palm, Mav steel, N64 Josh, thank you brothers for keeping up my spirits. Uh what 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 you all do matters, you do make a difference. Thank you. Well, that's very kind of you to say, brother. And t- that's why we do it. When we hear the, the the generosity is is unbelievably uh thankful, Absolutely. we're all thankful for the generosity, but it's the it's the comments like this that get you excited to continue to produce the content. Because like I said, this is going to be a big week. Uh, it's going to be a busy week, but it's a week that we all look forward to simply because, well, it's Christmas. It's basically our Christmas. Uh, but let's get N64, Josh's opinion on this. Uh, again, This is this may not be the biggest topic of the day. It just dropped, but we got to talk about it. Are you interested to see what a fully realized Kojima horror title could be?
4: I, I'm I'm always interested and then usually disappointed, um, and it's just the way it's just the nature of it, right? It's it, not every game has to be for me. I'm totally cool with it as a business decision for Xbox getting this on there. Please, absolutely, like it, it's it, it, it's absolutely the play to to to, to make. But I, I it's yeah they're not they're not games for me. I'm just like what why is this UPS guy carrying all these boxes with this with this <laughs> scary kid down his throat. I don't understand what's going on right now. Like, what kind of acid trip am I playing? I just don't, you know, it's not,
3: it's not for me. Thank you. The, the funny thing is, you know, one of my best <laughs> friends is one of the most, uh, the biggest Kojima fans in the world. Same. I had a, I had a fantastic discussion with him about six months ago. Nas, he said, Metal Gear Solid 2, best game ever made. Well, I said, okay, tell me about it. I played it. I didn't understand the story. What What was this game all about? Yeah, it's it's, it's the master, Kojima. It's it's so complicated and it's so fantastic, but he couldn't explain that story. So tell me, is it really good storytelling if no one understands it? Uh, that's like the Metal Gear. I was like, okay, here yeah. we go. Metal
4: Gear Solid on the PS3. I'm like, let's do this. I'm like, let's not do this. Why does this guy walk like that? <laughs> Like, like just give me Sam Fisher and I'm good to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it just they were not games made for me, but I love I love that. Pe- I mean, I know that there are people as excited about a Kojima game as I am about Halo or Gears of War or those games that I can play competitively yeah. or whatever the case may be. So, again, I'm here for it. Like, bring it the the, the more the more we see from him, the better because of how many people like it and who knows i will always try it because it, it it it's so well loved death stranding looked amazing but i was just like this is so bizarre like this is just it's and it's not it it's just not it, it, it's not for me it's just and, and that's okay yeah
0: real quick in the chat Tua a pr uh says this uh i downloaded death stranding a few days ago on pc and I'm bored and confused about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hear you, brother. I hear you. But you know yeah, something? Yeah. Um, we have one from Anathema who says Death Stranding is fire. See, I mean there are there are some fans of it. I I listen, I was I, I was like, I'm not buying it. My brother bought it for me, and I'm like 60-something hours later, I'm like, man, I really like this game. I yeah. don't really know per se what the story is you know i know that i did deliver a lot of boxes i know that and you know it's what it is but
4: after playing breath of the wild it just felt like board of the wild and i'm like i cannot i can't i can't can't hang i just don't like i mean how is delivering stuff interesting i i don't know and then the balancing act i'm like is this for everybody circus like i i don't know
3: and these these cut scenes these long cut scenes cheese
1: <laughs> i mean but that's so that's what makes them so great though it's like because he, although there is a lot of that any anybody who's great is always going to have two opposite sides of the fence, right? No matter what LeBron James does, is he ever going to end up equal equaling out to Michael Jordan? No. no. Um, is Kojima going <laughs> to be anything like that? No. But he has that sachet, He has the satire. People do love people do love and care for him in their own individual way, and that's what makes it so great because it's like it could go either way. This could this next game could be the one that wins everybody over. It, but could, it, it could, could very be well another, be. Yeah. It could also be another snooze fest. Who knows? It could um, be a stinker. That's yeah. but that's what makes it unique because we want to people want to see what's what's going to end up happening. But that no, being no, said, that being
4: said, it's it's the the his ability to take risks and try mm-hmm. things that are completely outside the box that resonate so well with some people and don't resonate with with others. And that's that I appreciate so very much because yeah. he's staying to true to himself and his vision and 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 creating what he wants to create and the fans of it love it right. and the rest of us don't i mean it's it's true sure, that happens it's really music. a split it's split down split decision it, it, um it really is and that is yeah. the that's ultimate
2: okay. he, he's the ultimate creator josh you said it perfectly right there he makes what he wants to make for himself and if others love it great if others don't he's cool with that too that's yeah. fine he's not making games for necessarily the masses if the masses love it Hey, that's just a bonus on top of, but he makes what's in his head for himself. He gets that out. And man, whether you write, whether you make movies, if you read the people that do it the best, they will always tell you, do not make things for your fans, make things for yourself and let Mm, them love them because of that, because that's when you do your best work.
1: But then you can't come out and tell your American audience that they're too stupid to understand.
0: Yeah, so yeah, that do, don't don't that do that. that. Doesn't work either. Yeah, that don't. No, don't. no, that's
1: that's <laughs> that that's the ego,
2: can't right? Do still, that still, yeah, that's yeah. that ego, man. But we always a, talk about
1: that. Right? Could be a yeah. fault. That could be a huge fault. It is because it's of that one well statement, made. especially in this day and age. Oh, the yeah. next the next game you put this out the cancel like,
0: culture brother yeah good better or, or indifferent it's yeah you don't definitely say stuff like that but uh. man let's get your opinion on it, and we're going to move on to the second topic of the show smaller one but one worthy of a conversation and first of all we got 425 people here wow thank you so much for checking out if you're finding the channel for the first time i got to do some self-promotion tomorrow night's primetime gaming ladies and gentlemen I, I am not only getting goosebumps talking about it, the nerves, the, the sweating gif is starting to come out. Because tomorrow, tomorrow's show, we have 16, as of today, guests rolling through to give us their picks for one of the biggest shows I've personally ever put on in four years. Uh, we could, by, by, the, by the end of today, have 20 people rolling through and all the all the the who's who's. I'm still waiting for Rand to give me a confirmation if he could be there for a few minutes. Miles Dampierre, King David, Pong, Mav, Steel. It's it's the guest list is stout. I will be. I tweeted out tweeted about it yesterday. I'm going to tweet again today to remind everybody. It is our annual uh, uh official annual uh prediction show with, of course, the cast of characters on primetime gaming. And a total of 16 people rolling through. It is our biggest show ever. More than likely, folks, it's going to be a three-hour affair. I've already uh, told Mrs. Boom... That you know what, there's no movie watching tomorrow night because we got to get this in and done. Everyone's gonna have their uh, get a chance to get their bars off. So it's because the kids say 10, 15 minute segments each person. So we're gonna get a good idea of what they want to see, uh, what opens the show, what closes the show, and what big surprise do they hope that was they're gonna be there. Obviously, I let the cat out of the bag for mine on the Iron Lords podcast, which I got a so much fun uh uh you know uh feedback from the from the fans uh, you know just people that were just like boom you got me high the goosebumps are out i i wrote that script by the way and it came in the usually when i come up with names for the for my shows or like a lot of the times like topics that are made up that are you know written from scratch that one i was lying in bed mrs boom had gone to sleep she wasn't feeling so good that night so i'm just sitting there and i'm not sleepy and i'm like what am I gonna say on the Iron Lords? And then I started thinking about it, and I said, "Man, I, I got—I'll w- put it to this way, folks. You know you're on to something when you're thinking it, and it gives you goosebumps. And then you go and you write it, and it gives you goosebumps again. I hope what I said is true. Uh, Ki coming back by NetherRealm, and uh, we get an announcement that, of course, uh, uh, NetherRealm Studios has been acquired. They have joined Xbox Game Studios Live." Right on the air, that would be dope. I don't know if that's going to happen. But, Mav, let's get your opinion on this, brother. Kojima fan or not, This is I'm interested to see what a fully realized horror game from that mind can bring to the table. What about you?
5: Oh, absolutely, man. I mean, like, all right, so Kojima games aren't for everybody, right? And and I get that. And I hear a lot of people, you know, I don't understand, you know, uh, all this stuff. But, like, regardless, there's a huge audience out there kojima games and it's the other aspect of this look at what he did with the pt demo right that was a demo it's just that release it became a phenomenon and it spawned a whole new genre of horror games one demo spawned an entire genre that has come out since then and you see all these clones of games come out that try to be like pt and that was just a gameplay concept like that he creates great um gameplay uh innovation right a uh, creative design and it's always from that creative aspect you know it's not it's like he's the creator he has the vision and he's going to make what he wants like what pong was saying and now it's not necessarily uh this isn't going to click with some people this isn't going to click with others like death stranding doesn't really seem it doesn't really appealing to me you know what i mean and the stories of your games aren't very like And like, I don't understand a lot of it, but the gameplay I love, you know what I mean? Like the gameplay and metal gear and all the metal gear games, I find fantastic, you know? So I'm would be super happy to have anything Kojima related come onto the Xbox platform. And if they were to get an exclusive, which I believe that the rumors out there are that there is an exclusive. Now, just be, if, even if this game isn't announced and it's a multi-platform, that doesn't necessarily mean that Xbox is not still working on an exclusive game with Kojima because there's also been talks of him wanting to work on multiple projects, get out of this like one project at a time mode. And he's been growing his studio. So, is he working on a PlayStation exclusive? Probably so. Is he working on a multi platform game? Could be. Is he also working on an Xbox exclusive? Who knows? But it seems like the rumors right now are that that's going to happen um the xbox game was rumored to have a lot of cloud infrastructure and stuff uh with w- with those aspects i don't know 100 if that matches what we're seeing with this teaser from this uh from this leak but if that's what it is that seems like it's going to be pretty awesome right um i i think it's a huge deal that you can't be overlooked or kind of like dismissed because this is a gap of something that's been kind of missing from the xbox lineup now, we've had, like, Metal Gear and uh, 5 did come to Xbox, but when his last game, Death Stranding, missed Xbox, when PT missed Xbox, right, that kind of left this distance, like, Kojima's not on Xbox anymore, right? And it seems like if you're to bring him in, you're going to bring in a, an audience that is going to follow his games. There's a certain amount of people that are always looking forward to that next Tarantino movie, no matter what it is. Right. And, and it's the same thing with Kojima. It, people are looking for that next innovation with gameplay design. They know the games are going to be polished, right? They know they're going to be interesting. They know they're going to be creative and different than anything else out there. So bringing that into the Xbox portfolio would be a big deal. And I don't think it could be like the overlooked or dismissed because it's not necessarily something that you find interesting, right? So it's about, having something for everybody in the Xbox ecosystem. And if you have like, you got your racers, you got your shooters, you know, you got your quirky, like, uh, like JRPG stuff, or you got your, now then you bring like the Kojima things that are like interesting and different. Right. Then you bring in, you know, a third uh, party action adventure game, all these different boxes. You got You got to check because you don't want to leave a hole in your ecosystem of, of this is not a home for, for, for this type of gamer, right? And there's a lot of gamers out there that love this kind of stuff. And I really feel like uh, bringing those games on the Xbox platform would be awesome. And this game looks pretty interesting, man. I Like the PT demo was amazing, right? I don't know who who all here played it, but that was one of the most interesting things i had ever played before. With it a, with was a horror creepy genre.
0: AF. That is oh, it was sure.
5: it was insane. And if they could bring some elements of that to whatever this game is and really kind of define what that genre is supposed to be instead of all these other copycats out there that are kind of twisting it into their own thing and haven't really nailed it like the PT demo did. Uh, I feel like it could be a sensation, man. And so I'm excited for the potential of whatever it is, and uh, man, I'm looking forward to it. I want to play Kojima games on Xbox. So yeah, I I, I, I agree.
0: I absolutely agree. Real quick, uh, Eternal Shaddai, drops. Uh, uh, who's been a member for two months? Thanks so much for that, brother. He says Kojima's game involves a lot of political influences history and it's good how he illustrates on games shout out to the panel and boom well thank you so much we got us and thank you uh steel for putting the super chats in there on the bright okay. side drops a very generous five says Kojima is the master of fidelity but his games are cutscene heavy and gameplay light. I can get sleeping pills cheaper than $60 at Walmart. Uh, we also have Sith Lord, good friend of the program. He drops a $2 who chat and says 16 to 23 people. Boom, is popular. Is Phil coming? Maybe one year, just not this one. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trusting. I'm working on Phil. Listen, by the start of next year, uh, the channel will have officially uh, uh, produced 1,000 videos right that's a big deal that's a big deal because we're only uh we're we'll only been doing this for four years uh on that 1000th video whenever it's i'm, I'm trying to you know, as we get closer because i think we're at like 917 918 so far i do want to bring someone in i would love phil i don't know if i if the channel is big enough to get him on we we will see Maybe I can shoot for the stars with Phil. Maybe I can get Sarah Bond. I want to do something special, specifically with Xbox, for that 1,000th video, but I'm going to certainly be working on it. We also have Raiden Blade drops a two-pound, Super Chat. Thank you for that, brother. He says, I just don't want negative press if there's a no-show for Fable. And speaking of Fable, we're going to get into that topic. And uh, listen, there was some controversy that popped up last week regarding Fable, And uh, it was immediately snuffed by the senior producer who clarified exactly what scoping means after the rumors that the project was somehow being scaled down because of scoping. And lots of developers not attached to Xbox specifically came out to defend her and say, yes, scoping, which I didn't even know that was a term, is something that is done on almost every AAA game, um, and that has been confirmed. So her her, her name is well, it's Mrs. Spuddles on Twitter. But what she says, what what she she's actually her name is a me a m i e. She is the senior producer on Fable at Playground Games. She's ex Lionhead and Sumo Digital Developer. And here is what she actually had to say. Regarding this, and I quote, I want to clear up something about scoping. It is a Mm -hmm. normal, necessary, and healthy part of game development. I can guarantee you that every single AAA game you've ever played will have gone through scoping regularly during development. And she continues... Its intention is to make sure that the team is focused under one clear vision, and we can get it made in the time that we uh, that they have without killing themselves. Games that haven't been scoped correctly often have delays and crunch, both we should be aiming to avoid whenever possible. Uh, I'm going to go first to, of course, Pong Sol and his Pong. This is great. Uh, Immediately, there were, you know, the rebel rousers of the community who, you know, the bad actors, as you like to call them, came out and were flinging arrows saying that, well, you see, playground games, they don't know what they're doing. This game is going to be a mess. (laughs) We haven't seen anything. It sucks. And of course, almost immediately, she comes forth and says, hold on, folks, I want to clarify something. I'm happy to see this happen because I'm excited for Fable, whether it's going to be a big game or a small game. I have a feeling it's going to be massive because they are rebooting this. What are your thoughts yeah. on, on on the scoping uh, uh, controversy? Well, you know, I wish people would learn lessons,
2: but unfortunately human <laughs> beings
0: have a problem doing that. <laughs> time
2: and time uh. and time again, how many people have jumped the gun um whether it's in this community whether it's through you know mainstream media it does not matter everybody's got to be first everybody's got to get their hot yeah. take out into the to the universe so that they can get the attention adoration whatever they like out of it time and time again look we all Play armchair CEO. We all play armchair devs. We do this on podcasts all the time. It makes for good content. People do it, whether it's in sports or any other hobby, movies, TVs, comic, it doesn't matter. You can find this kind of talk out there, but some people just don't know how to take a step back and have a really good opinion from the armchair seats Instead of just throwing out hot takes for the sake of throwing out hot takes and wanting to be the first to start causing trouble and claiming that there's a fire in the kitchen. No way. Just because they saw a little bit of smoke. Right? And again, we, we can all be capable of doing this, but at the same time, there's nuance. There's nuance to everything. Sorry, and again, something went wrong. If you don't. Try again, and if- nice, Mav. The speaker is going. Try to again. It's a, dude,
0: it's a
4: ghost, man. I don't know what dude. the heck
2: <laughs> That
0: happens to me. My, my speaker is literally behind the PC, and every now it's and funny. again, she says something, and dude, that's
5: why. So, the, like, literally, everything over doing there that. is unplugged. Yeah. yeah. It's unplugged from the wall. I, I am not kidding you. I do not know how this is the is ghost all watching Jeez. us. You are living watching
4: you us. are living Silent Hill right now.
5: Yes. I am like <laughs> PT is haunting me, man. Crazy. the <laughs> wife. I was trying to
4: react and like
5: fast mute real quick, but like, yeah, no, anyway, no, no, it shouldn't happen moving. again once every it's few funny. hours. It's funny.
2: Uh, anyways, no, I just think that again, this is just another example of people trying to run with a narrative because they want to continue. This whole thing about Xbox has issues. Xbox doesn't know how to manage their teams. What are they doing over there? And again, some of it has been news, has broke about different studios that have had some issues. But what studio, what company doesn't have issues at all time? This was a nothing burger at the end of the day. Playground, we talked about it on here. And I brought this up too. We had heard that Playground has been hiring a ton of people with experience in open world games, which we've seen because of the simple fact is, hey, they've only made an open world racer. Now, some of that translates to an open world RPG, of course, but some of it doesn't. So are they breaking new ground for their own studio? Absolutely they are. But that's why we're all kind of excited to see what they're going to bring to the table. But is there going to be some bumps some slowdown along the way? Absolutely. But if you don't understand understand the term scope or scoping, then you shouldn't be speaking on it. And you should probably do a little bit of research. It wouldn't take you too long to find out that this is normal in the industry, that things yeah. are, when they start idea, you know, when they start writing down ideas and they start gathering ideas, you're going to wind up with this gigantic ball of mess to start with and then what do you start doing you start whittling away at that to great to create something spectacular right it's like a a blank piece of wood you cut down a tree it's this huge massive thing but then you get to work on it and all of a sudden you've got this fantastic wood sculpture or piece of furniture that's how gaming works that's how writing works that's what editors are there for in writing everybody should kind of have this basic concept in their head again as somebody who has tried their hand in writing, you can wind up with what you think is this fantastic masterpiece, but then an editor comes through and goes, yeah, you don't need to say all this. Nah, this doesn't need to get in there. Oh man, by the time you're done, you may have one third, two thirds of what was originally written, but all of a sudden it's clean. It looks better. It reads better. It feels better. Same thing happens in game development so again good to hear somebody from within the team and her position come out immediately and put this to rest and say look 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 this is not how this works this is not what it means there is no issues here this is a normal part of the process and again people want to continue to run with this and like I said there has been some things that kind of led up to this moment now everybody and again no no new breaking news here xbox is always under a microscope for everything compared to most of the gaming companies out there for a variety of reasons but again for her to come out and immediately hit social media and say look this is not a problem this is not an issue we've got you know this is normal take a step back cool down everybody that was you know, a big moment, and I think it was good for her to do that. I don't think that they need to answer every piece of news that comes out. I don't think that devs have that responsibility to constantly tell us and cool everybody's jets when somebody fires off a hot take or a bunch of people run with a hot take. I think they should let their work do the talking a lot of the time, and it's not their responsibility to do that for us. But when something like this does pop up, she obviously felt that it was necessary to come out and say something. She did. End of story. It's over with. Let Playground get to work on this game. I've been saying I'm not expecting until 2024 at least. That's fine. Nice. Again, they're trying something new. I want them to come out with the same quality of game, whether they're making an open-world RPG or an open-world car PG. I don't care. I want the same type of quality from Playground. And I expect, and with it being Fable, especially a well-known IP that I am looking forward to coming back, Take all the time you need, Playground. Scope all the things that you need to scope. I don't care. Just when it comes out, I just want it to be the best fable that I've ever played. And I think Playground can do it. I love Playground as a dev studio. They've got so much talent. They've brought in so many people who do have experience in these types of games. I have full 100% trust in this team to make it right. We're just going to have to wait a little bit longer. But who cares? Got plenty
0: to play right now. Make it the best possible. 100%. Real quick, Servant117 drops an outstanding and a ridiculous $20 Super Chat and says, The issue is Xbox Studios has great potential with not a lot of current content, a lot of publicity without the payoff. Yeah, the payoff is coming this June 12th. Uh, Again, I'm not an insider, not even remotely close, but what I'm hearing is... A 10 out of 10 show we shall see in five days. Um, But listen, let's bring in uh, N64 Josh and get your opinion on this. I mean, listen, obviously, you're, you're, a, you're a big content creator. You understand what it takes to make a good product because you do it almost every day when you have 1,000 people racing along with you in Mario Kart on TikTok, which is bonkers. Uh, how do you feel... Uh, uh, more specifically about the producer coming out and saying, "Hey, let, let, let's let's put the flames down. There's this is normal. This don't we, 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 the game is going to be big. There's nothing to worry, but nothing to see here, folks."
4: I mean, I, I've I've worked in games, right? Like it, it's this is just what this is. This should be what everybody expects. Period. Like period. There's no. It's just, it's just the, it's just the way this works. You scope everything so much gets cut out. Yep. Like, I don't know if I I highly, highly recommend if anybody has ever had any desire whatsoever to make games, jump into a game jam, like there's what's crazy is there's so many different aspects of it, whether you're doing sound effects, music, some kind of artwork programming, whatever you will learn very quickly how difficult it is to make a game and 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 when you sit down with your team initially and you're like okay we want to make a game that does this 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 this," and then you figure out that scope and you go we got to trim all the fat <laughs> all right like this should just be expected at this point like it's it, it's honestly kind of shocking that they had to come out and say something like this i mean as much as as games are discussed on twitter and and reddit and everywhere else like you know, and like Pong was saying, as he's talking about everybody with their with their their hot takes and si- like even this is a little off topic, but like watching anything nowadays, I feel like everybody just watches everything, just like thinking about their next tweet and not enjoying anything. Like yeah, you're onto chill.
0: something with that. Ch- yeah, chill like, in- enjoy today because there might not yes. be a tomorrow. That's a right. great way to think, brother. I like it.
4: That's I mean nothing is perfect right whether it comes to games movies entertainment and yet and i mean let's take it a step further like my god we get to just sit and and talk about entertainment like how freaking cool is this (laughs) you know like like or sit and consume it or 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 be a part of a community that it's that's all a community that we all that that you know it ties us together like i don't know there's just so much like we if everybody could just take just take a deep breath realize that like you're you're i mean you're you're welcome to your opinion but most people probably don't care about it and that's okay that's okay you might have your little echo chamber that's like yay you you really got xbox this time or whatever the case may be but like just enjoy some stuff it's yeah i love it and call and you know go play game pass (laughs) There's go so go go, go play a game Dan. tweet less play more
0: <laughs> yeah i love it real quick couple of shout outs our good developer brother 3bit is in the chat what's going on there brother uh listen i, I who was it that said that if, if if sonic 3 comes out you're buying tacos i'm going to hold you up to that I'm just telling you right that right now, Sonic um,
2: Adventure 3. Yeah, That'd that's right. Sonic Adventure,
0: Adventure 3. I I, yep. I, 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 that's that's my life because I love Sonic Adventure, I'm a stand for it, and I love tacos, so you know, it's a win win for boom for sure. And Gaz, I'm I see he's creeping, someone said he's in the chat, mm-hmm. I missed it. Gaz, if you're there, brother, love the sauce, and we want more, we want hot sauce, so let's bring it. Um, but listen, let's bring in Box and Burger. Obviously, this this was a, a big like uh, like Pong said a big nothing burger. But you know, let, let's talk about it. Um, are you happy that at least someone responded that said, "Hey, folks, this is this is what gaming's all about. This is what game development's about. You're gonna you just don't worry about it."
3: Um. <clears throat> yeah. Am I happier that? that you have to be careful how you phrase your questions because I actually wasn't happy that she answered because obviously that nonsense out there got to her and I don't want these bad takes on social media to get to developers uh, that do a lot of uh, uh, passionate work, they work their asses off and then some idiot comes out on Twitter or social media claiming something that uh, that is simply not true and has no idea how game development works and obviously she felt the need to respond and it's always kind of dangerous for these developers to answer in such a way, because every single word can be twisted in in some sort of weird or negative way. And, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm in, in that sense, I'm not happy that she had to, the, the, the urge apparently to answer because uh, she shouldn't have to, um, honestly, um, I'm not blaming Gaz at all. Please don't get me wrong because Gaz just said something on a podcast, and people who have no idea how game development works just I listen to it. his show. I listen to that show, and yeah. I'm like, I, I don't see what people are making a big deal over, it, to be Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, but yeah, it is like it is. People don't have an any idea how games are made, how technology works, and so on. And Sometimes you just get these bad takes and the clickbait media sites just run with it. Um, so yeah, I, I really appreciate her coming out like this, having the guts to do it. Because like I said, it is always dangerous for, for someone uh, working at a studio to come out and say something. Um, like, uh, but yeah, um, it is just what it is um, these days. Uh, people should just chill out wait for for a game that they know literally nothing about um and just wait because it's gonna be awesome we know playground are absolutely talented developers um and they have that desire to become one of them the, the the best, best. Uh, developers out there it's, They literally sa- literally sure. said that um that that's their target and i think they will blow us away with an incredible rpg that is fabled that is cooking for a long time and i hope they take all the time they need because yeah i trust them i can't wait to see what it is by the way we're not getting into predictions but i think it's not gonna be at this show i think it we will see that at the end of the year uh, the game awards but um yeah it's um it yeah just just uh chill people um Fable isn't in any any sort of way uh, in trouble because yeah. of, of that. None at all. Real quick,
0: uh, Raiden Blade dropped. I believe I got one of your super chats, uh, Raiden Blade. So the the one I missed was uh, of two pounds. He says Xbox is showing a lot of games, so let's enjoy it. Indeed, brother. And of course, I got the other one. He said, I just don't want negative press if no show for Fable. I don't. I don't think we see Fable. I'm gonna be honest with you. Not 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 this. Not at this show. There is rumors that they could have an XO, right? There's still the keylies at the end of the year that could be a big show uh, showcase for that specific game. Um, but let's let's bring in Mav, Mav, uh, and then we'll bring Steel, and then we'll move on to the Avowed topic. Avowed, I think is going to be there. I think <laughs> Avowed is going to be released this year. We'll get into that momentarily and why I think that. Mav, what are your thoughts on? Uh, you agree with everyone? Nothing burger, or yeah? You know, and, and how do you feel about the producer coming out? Because I mean, obviously, she wants to defend her team. She wants to defend the game that she is the producer on. What are your thoughts?
5: I kind of honestly, like, I, I differ from Boxenberger in this situation. I like, I, I like when there's a, a bunch of nonsense going online that people are just kind of running rampant with. Like, that starts from something kind of innocent, and then it turns into something like, Oh, my gosh, everybody, raise the flag. Something's going on. Something's wrong. And then a developer just comes and shut it down. Right. So I and when she did that, it just shut it down. It was like, oh, everybody's like, oh, okay, everything's fine. Right. So I actually like that because there's a lot of times that these false narratives or these like talking points get spread around and they get talked about for days on end on on shows. And it becomes like it becomes the it becomes the truth in a way. And it gets talked about on all these podcasts and stuff about the development troubles of Fable and all this stuff. Right. And it's like. When the dev comes like, "Hey, no, this was normal," it just like ends that conversation, right? So I do actually like that when they come out and 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 step up and be like, "Look, guys, like that's not what this is. This is normal. Here, here's here's the situation, right?" Uh, because then it gives us something to actually talk about based on what they actually said the, from the developer developers themselves, right? And things that we even hear in the background from people that. I've known to be potentially working on a game like Fable is that the pipelines and the processes are very well structured and organized there and things are going pretty well, right? So it's nothing burger here, man. And I I'm like glad they sh- and I'm glad they and I'm glad they shut it. You know, I'm glad they I'm glad they took care of it and shut that conversation down and instead of it becoming a uh, one of these random podcasts crap on Xbox
4: topics well, for weeks we, we, on we, we, end, we saw
0: that week. happen last week i'm not gonna say what podcasts they were on but you know we did see that narratives are just very I mean, sad people and-
5: still bring up narratives from like two years ago from like yep. a matt booty interview when he was like people thinking he's saying oh only double games are coming to game pass because of a stupid little one little two-word excerpt from a whole interview that people just like ran with you know and they, and they still bring that stuff up like on, on shows all the time and the whole xbox has no games and all these different all these different things man and it's like any anything people can use to create this like negative like context it's going to be out there but when the dev shut it down it gives truth to the narrative right yeah and so i i actually appreciate that because the information is the most important thing you know yes, what i mean 100% and information yeah. that came out is is good information and there's more information behind the scenes that's good information as well that mm-hmm. there's people that want to share this stuff right that that we know personally that that can't right because of embargoes and 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 stuff like that and, and it's absolutely uh, good stuff though right so it's ab- absolutely awesome i can't wait to see the game uh playground games fable i saw Gaz in the in the chat say hey, uh, this is going to be the best Fable ever. I think it has a potent- potential to be the best Fable ever because Playground and and, and Microsoft so are true. treating this with a huge amount of respect, right? Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. it's going to have a chance.
3: Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, Agreed. And Absolutely. I just recently played through the first Fable again uh, to get myself hyped up. Um Can't wait for that Playground Fable. It's it's going to be awesome. Me too. I I think it's going to be the the over-the-shoulder
0: banger that we've all been asking, or at least Cognito has been asking for the hashtag, just one. Uh, But listen, let's get Steel Rain's opinion, then we'll move over to the avowed topic, which I can't wait to break down. Uh, Steel Rain, you you are a person that loves uh, people being real, and Mm -hmm. seeing this uh, producer come out and shut this down immediately was fantastic. What what are your thoughts on it?
1: Um, my thoughts on the whole fable thing. I mean, again, like everybody has said on the panel, it's definitely a nothing burger. But I wanted to come and kind of bring up some definitions here. Um, and the main reason for this is because people like to run with things that they don't understand where people are coming from, maybe their experience, um, or maybe they're just assuming. So, um, an executive game producer is a senior role managing all games of production, and they ch- they take charge of employment finances and lead a team of producers so with that starting off don't you think that she would have an understand uh have an understanding at least at the top level of what direction they're going whether they need to scale some things back what their overall vision is so that leads me into the next thing about scoping and that just being the vision of the project and in terms of understanding what scope is, it requires detailed foresight about what the game is going to be, the genre, number of hours, graphics quality, number of players, number of levels, quality, AI, etc., etc. The reason I bring those definitions up is because by definition, for anybody to be worried about scoping, you're literally worried about nothing because you don't know what that could mean. Uh, the game could have been... 3,000 hours long and they want to get me. Well, I don't think the game is going to play that long. Maybe we need to get it down to maybe a hundred hours and that could be scoping. Oh, maybe we got to work on the AI. You know we had this expansive thing. We're going to have this kind of like a nemesis system going on, but it's going to take too much work and we can't get a hold of the nemesis system. So um, we'll cut that out. We're going to work on some different things. I like the fact that she came out uh, because there was also somebody else and I was looking for the tweets behind the scenes um, before I came on, but uh, somebody else who's also involved within the gaming industry, there's also, their a game developer and they came out, um, it was along the lines of the back tells of some Halo conversations. And they were basically saying that being vocal with the community or just being vocal overall as especially as a game dev or whatever the case game designer producer whatever it is a huge double-edged sword two reasons being is because one nobody's ever going to be happy and then two no matter what you say people are going to twist it like boxberger was mentioning people are going to twist it they don't even understand what it takes and like jess Corden has said um, people do think that games are just put together like Legos, and that's not the case. Which is why I've always been a proponent in the shoutout to Everborn, where gaming is art and should be treated as such. Because people pour years of their life and years of their profession into creating these Picassos, as some may see them as. And for us to to pick and take little things out of certain things, especially on something that's Still kind of early, we haven't seen anything about it. There is nothing that we should genuinely be worried about, and the only thing that you might need to be worried about coming from Playground at least is whether they can get characters to look right because the characters that they have, or the people that they have at least in Horizon, uh, that's they're not the greatest for something that they poured so much of a kind of reward type kind of reward system tied to right um but we're kind of having the reverse scenario here where there's more we know they can create a world you know what I mean the open world in, the, in these horizon games are expansive they're amazing yeah they need a little bit of more optimization because you can't have pop- in and things like that when people are but again people a thousand feet above the above the sky doing crazy things you can't anticipate everything and how people play games. I personally don't have any worries because playground has proven that they put in the work. They put in the time. We didn't just look at this most recent horizon game and just say, Oh, horizon five looks like horizon four. No, we said, damn, how did, how did they push the needle forward again yeah, for their arcade racer, quote unquote. Right. So on a detailed level, that's not something that you should worry about. Um, and again, I do have to agree with the panel. It's definitely a nothing burger. But at the same time, um, you just have to take these conversations from these people coming out into community and take it just as that. As conversation, them being vocal. Um, they may listen to you. They may not. Uh, but that's what also kind of gets me a little, uh, for lack of a better term, salty about some of the devs because they also kind of get in their feelings sometimes when they give out information and then they get all the flack that they get behind it. But again, ladies and gentlemen, I wouldn't say be worried about Fable from everything that we've heard up to this point. They seemingly know uh, what it's going to take to make a good Fable game. Uh, They didn't give us that first CGI intro, whatever the case of Fable, uh, with the frog eating the fairy for no reason. They wanted to make sure that we as an audience, those who know what Fable is, uh, understand that they know what we're looking for. So, um, I'm not worried again, shout out the playground. Um, also shout out to Amy Loke, uh, for coming out and just even saying anything about it and just clearing it up, saying that, look, scope is a natural part of the process. And again, it a hundred percent is ladies and gentlemen, a hundred percent. So that's me.
0: love it. I love everyone's hot takes, but listen, we, we got to get into a vow. That's the, that's the one that is going to be a hot topic for this particular show, and then after that, we're going to give everyone uh, the, I, I guess the 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 sweetness, if you will, of what we want from the show. Not predictions, but what needs to be at this show for for you personally that makes it a ten out of ten. We're going to get to that after we talk about avowed. Now, avowed is one that is a very interesting conversation. We know that it's going to be there. We know we're going to get gameplay. The question on everyone's mind is, will this game be the one that so-called, quote-unquote, takes the place of the delayed Starfield? And we don't know. The one thing that we do know is that Obsidian runs an extremely tight ship. They don't talk much. Very little comes out when they're, when they're developing games. And they let you know when they want to let you know. And you know what? They have a history of delivering high quality AAA games in a very, very short amount of time. And we have proof on that because obviously they did that for Knights of the Old Republic 2 way back in the days. But they also did it for one of the best fallouts in the history of Fallout, and that is Fallout New Vegas. Now, obviously, your mileage will vary. It's my favorite. I know some people will have a problem with that and say, no, three and four, whatever. But they did that in 18 months, ladies and gentlemen, 18 months. Now, I'm not saying that we're going to get this game in 18 months. I honestly don't know. But they have been working on this game for several years. And the rumor is that this game that we've seen only a small little video of is why Microsoft acquired him, or one of the major reasons Microsoft acquired Obsidian Games. And if they're... Look, I'll put it to this way. K. Asante, big shout out to him. You know, he's been saying, hey, folks, I know people are disappointed, but wait for June 12th, wait for June 12th. And we're all sitting back and we're all waiting for June 12th. But hmm. with that said, he did say he found it incredibly um, suspicious how abrupt this delay came for both starfield and uh red it was just a snap of the finger hey we're delayed you know shoulders up in the air you know we we'll just keep it moving a lot of people think that they don't have something i tend to differ i think that there's no way they just have nothing they, I, 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 hey let's abandon 22 screw it it's okay we have game pass i i don't see it is it likely Well, I don't know. I'm more of a half full glass kind of a guy than a half empty glass. So I'm going to run with the narrative that it could be there. Steele, let's get your opinion on this, brother. Avowed is a big AAA first party exclusive. Now, I don't know in scale or scope, is it as big as Starfield for Bethesda? Mm -hmm. I I don't know because we don't know much about either game, but I will tell you. That if you had to put a game in its place, and I'm talking about Starfield, Avowed could carry that load for one of the bigger games this year. What are your thoughts and personal beliefs that not only are we going to see it, but that it's going to release in
1: 2022? Who Are we going to see Avowed? Let's start there. Um... Personally, because we got that short snippet or whatever the case may be, I do think we're going to end up seeing about it just at this point. We need to see some gameplay for it or something. Uh, you got to at least tell us what more the game is. Again, um, I know that they're basing it in the Pillars of Eternity universe or whatever the case. Now, again, um, it's another IP, another franchise that I necessarily haven't deep dived into myself, though um, I do understand the pedigree that kind of goes behind that. Um so I am expecting that at least for them to show some gameplay. Now, I did look up how long about has been in known development. Um but apparently it's it's been in development for 2 years and 7 months at this point. Um, it's probably a bit longer, long,
3: actually. It's a bit um, longer. So
1: when I'm looking at it, it's a, yeah, that looks like it's from 2020. Apparently, so what? That would give us let's just say another couple of years. So four years, possibly, that we could be looking at as
3: far no. as the valve goes. Actually, it was uh, valve was the reason why Microsoft bought them in 2018. That game has been okay. in development officially since April, at least April 2018. Um, But uh, at that point, they had to have something um, to pitch to Microsoft. So it's a very, very safe bet that it's even a little bit longer than that. So it's at least four years, four and a half years in development.
1: Potentially. So yeah, four years then would definitely be that mark that I would probably settle in on. So at four years, and the game is based in the Pillars of the Turning Universe. um, And maybe depending on the type of scope that they have, again, there goes that word, um, depending on how big of a game they want this to be, if it's an Outer Worlds kind of style, um, as far as how long the game actually is, then the game could be ready to go. Um, It's seemingly... At least for me, because uh, I know Obsidian at least for Neverwinter Nights two for putting work into Neverwinter Nights two uh, grounded and then also Fallout New Vegas mainly. Um, so knowing the kind of turnaround that they have and the way that they are, I'm not necessarily going to call them magical, but they obviously they know what they're doing within their studio. They seem like seems like they run a tight ship, um, and once they get to the start get start working on something, um, they are. Going to make sure to see it out in completion, um, and possibly even release it sooner. So, um, is it if it's going to release this year? That that could be very questionable. Again, things have been moved out of the way, and I'm of the mind that it doesn't necessarily have to. Nothing's a rush at this point. Um, I, I'm. Also, of the mindset, I don't think anything needs to necessarily replace Starfield or Redfall because, again, those games are big to us, but they're not big to a wider audience. Um, and I, again, it's that's a different conversation to have, which we'll definitely get, get into. Um, as far as we what we think we're gonna get into as far as the show goes, but if Obsidian is the studio that we think, and as far as uh, their pedigree goes, and they, they do run that tight ship they could end up coming into the clutch for Microsoft and putting it out um, towards the fall to have, to at least give something people uh, get something to people, people, give something to the people that they could be excited for Uh, some type of first party, some type of something uh, to kind of give people that WRPG that they maybe felt like they were missing out on. I know Pong would love that um, as far as having something that could replace that Starfield effect or feeling for him. Um, I don't know, man. I it's just it's hard it's hard to say for sure. Again, if uh, we're gonna roll with Bo- with Boxenberg and if they been if they were acquired in 2018 because of this game, and we don't know how far they were, in, it could have been an idea on a chalkboard, and they were like, "Yeah, I, I like what you're doing with that." Yeah, but it, it could have yeah, been a whiteboard yeah, let's, situation. Let's hey,
0: listen, let's, this is what we got. What do you think? So yeah,
1: but if it was further along 2018, this is why you picked up a demo, and you were like. Phil song was like, all right, guys, yep, that we need that. Go ahead and bring it in. You guys think you're going to have it out in four years? And, and they said, yeah, who knows? They, this could definitely be the year that they end up releasing this song.
0: Yeah, I like what you're putting down. Listen, folks, we got almost 500 people here on a Tuesday afternoon. I want to say welcome if you're finding the channel for the first time. And, of course, please consider subscribing we are this close, folks. We're, we're, you know, obviously we want to get to twelve thousand, but we're close to eleven thousand subscribers, and you can help us get there by subscribing. And if you are already subscribed and you're enjoying the banter, please, for the love of Joe, hit that like button. Uh, you know what? Let, let's bring in um, Mav on the conversation. Mav, this is this is a big one, and again. You know, a lot of people are like well, you know, they don't really, you know, the question of the day, Matt, is does Microsoft have a Plan B? We've talked about this a couple of shows ago, and you know what? I believe that they do, to be honest with you. Um, but I, man, I would be really excited if Avowed was one of that part part of that Plan B. For you, what what is your excitement level on Obsidian's new IP that's exclusive to Xbox?
5: Uh. Well, I, I think Avowed is going to be huge. First yeah. off, I think it's going to catch people by surprise because right now it's just a name, and all they've seen is right. like the little magic hands with the sword, and like a, <laughs> you know, like and right, it's like what is this? You know, it looks yeah. like Elder Scrolls ish. You know, Obsidian has a history of of working on projects from other developers like Bethesda in the past when they've done Fallout New Vegas. They also have a history like uh, Steel Rain. Mentioned working on Bioware Project, Neverwinter Nights yep. uh, sequel, Neverwinter Nights 2, Neverwinter Nights yep. was one of my favorite games of all time. So they've had a history of working on like all these different genres. And they've also in the past have had to hit those shorter times, right? Because they were that like go-to studio to fill in those gaps, right? Right. They literally are the
0: insomniac of Xbox, and again, that's my opinion. But some people may have a different one. That's fine. (laughs) So
5: if there's a studio that could pull this off, that could be like, "Hey, we need you to finish this up. You have six months. How far are you along?" They'd be like, "Hey, we got you, Phil. We were going to release in March. You know what I mean?" But like, I think we're ready. You know, I could potentially see that from Obsidian more than other studios. Right? I think that. that scope of that game probably became larger though, when Microsoft did acquire them. And like we've heard from other studios after the acquisition about the budgets that they're, they have and the resources now at their disposal, it's kind of like, Hey, they're all going big Mm -hmm. now. So that would be the only thing that would be in the back of my mind is like, how big are they going with this? Are they, are they going to make this the next big, huge franchise? And they want to spend six years on this thing. Right. And if that's the case, then maybe not, but like, maybe you know 4 years for them 5 years for them is like is a long development cycle for obsidian right they're not used to having that much time on a big project like this they're used to having 2 years 3 years type, type development cycles so they've already probably already gone way longer than they're used to having to work on a project so yeah. i think i think obsidian could actually hit the top this this holiday and if there is crazy. a plan b then that would be a slam dunk plan b because you're replacing one big rpg with another big rpg and you're showing at that 100%. point the full potential the power of the slate that xbox has at its disposal with being able to swap stuff in and out like this but i don't think it stops there with xbox i'm gonna go big or go home now man because i think they got other stuff in store for us this holiday as well i'm gonna go ahead and roll the dice and i'm 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 gonna say that it's not just avowed, they got some other secrets forza motorsport i believe yeah it's coming will potentially happen this year and if you had a holiday that included forza motorsport and avowed hey all of a sudden that's like a pretty dang good holiday season now but don't stop there what about age of empires coming to console that's been heavily rumored yeah right that's another big time franchise coming to console for the first time that will be a big deal if that happens but then i still think there's one more surprise Something we can't even anticipate. Something we don't know about. Banjo I know Kazooie. Yes! I don't know what it is. I I I'm gonna roll <laughs> the dice and say maybe it's a fighting game. Maybe <laughs> there's a little bit of, with all of this talk about Killer Instinct, it's just like in people's like subconscious right now that like it's like being, the energy's out there and like people got this Killer Instinct vibe and all of a sudden everybody's talking about it. Maybe just maybe they do have a fighting game in store for us this holiday as well just potentially or another big surprise i i have faith i think there's going to be quite a few I have surprises. faith did this gonna, turn
2: into mass prediction show
1: what's
3: what I, going I, on here I, I, I to right what's now, happening, what's what happening? <laughs>
0: for, for it to be a big show but the, let's bring you to the conversation avowed yeah do you honestly believe in your heart of hearts this mm-hmm. could be the re- replacement, if you will, the, the, the move, you know, this the 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 I don't want to say stand in because it's a triple A game, it's but it's a and it's a new IP, it's a triple A new IP by a big time studio. Obviously, for whatever reasons, and we'll never know this until someone says it, that you know, Starfield needed some more time and. Maybe avowed was the one that that maybe maybe that's why they were so blunt about it. Hey, we're delaying it. Sorry. And then, you know, we'll know that again, we could potentially know in a couple of days that avowed is taking its place. What are your thoughts on that? What are the chances?
2: Let me uh, piggyback real quick with a little uh, bit of uh, breaking Twitter interaction here, real quick, uh, off of Mav and his uh, fighter uh, thing, because we, we've had lots of talks uh, about whether Net- Nether Realm uh, has been working on Ki, uh, maybe a Ki. I no. got news and for you. Listen. Ed
0: Boone said something a couple of months ago. We talked yep. about this, Pong. Yep. We did, but he just had another
2: inst- interaction with Destin Legary and Ryan McCaffrey on Twitter. Just, a few, uh, just about uh, 12 minutes, uh, less than 12 minutes ago here. So Destin had put out a tweet about an hour ago saying, My favorite rumor slash joke that I've been seeing swirling around is that Ed Boone and NetherRealm are working on Killer Instinct 2. And while that is absolutely ridiculous, I wouldn't be mad if it was true. Ryan McCaffrey responded to Destin and said, considering that Killer Instinct only has about 10% of the sales potential of MK or Injustice, I think it's safe to say this is never happening. Destin came back and said Killer Instinct was free, so that makes sense. I'd settle for a Saber Wolf appearance in MK12. And then Ed Boone responded underneath that and said, Xbox exclusive fighter, thumbs up. So I think he's he was adding his two cents that because killer instinct was exclusive, that that's why you know it didn't have the sales potential of an MK or injustice. but he did not say anything about the rumor or joke, so I'm just throwing that out there. Ed Boone is hopping into killer
0: instinct conversations. so he has been folks let me let 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 look look here's the thing, okay I've been following Ed Boone for years. I've been very, very close – since I've been a content creator, I've always been very interested in his innuendos, in his, um, you know, the way he says things, the way he handles himself. Going back all the way to 2015, he's been tweeting about Killer Instinct. I think as a fighting game guru that we know that he is, why wouldn't you want to make, bring uh, Killer Instinct back? Because it's, it is a major major fully owned IP by Xbox. Yes. Mm-hmm. If they want to stay in the conversation, they cannot let Sony run wild. I mean, listen, Microsoft bought Smash GG for a reason. Right? It's not just for Halo. Fighting is an important aspect of the uh, 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 of you know of social media for gaming, and all the way back in twenty fifteen. Ed Boone tweeted, and I quote, it would uh, he goes, if, if if killer instinct were to be ma- if uh, if we were to make killer instinct, it would have to be an exclusive." Phil Spencer responded almost instantly and said, "I love that idea right That's all the way back in 2015, and we've been he's been posting pictures of cons with people dressed up as uh, as Jago versus someone from Mortal Kombat. He's talked about it numerous, numerous times, KI versus Mortal Kombat. He just recently said at the beginning of the year, we are working on a project that we have never worked on before. It's not Killer Instinct and it's not Injustice 3. But I have to stop there because if I say anything further, I'm going to get in trouble. Folks, listen, look bumps are out.
2: <laughs> and, we I, also, and we also know, Boom, that he said that they tried to get Street Fighter versus Mortal Kombat done and that deal did not work out. Correct. What happens if Killer Instinct versus Mortal Kombat was the backup? Mm. And as Steel and I were talking to the DMs, what if Microsoft at this point, because they weren't doing it with the IP, they didn't have another, you know, studio to work on it? What happens if they allow them to take it and do Killer Instinct versus Mortal Kombat and make it multi plat? Who's gonna who cares at yeah, this point? Cares? Nothing's yeah. being done with it, right? Let the best of the best bring that IP back to notoriety. And yeah. the fighting genre right now needs more of that in the multi-plat yeah. scenario. Why not?
0: Why not do it? Yeah, you know what? Uh, right now, if if everyone saga who's been trying to sell this this uh, why not make it multi-plat? Uh, the craziness, I, mm-hmm. I say nay, but I, I hear what you're saying. And, um, if you're gonna
1: tie it to Mortal Kombat, why not do then, it? Right? Then more yes, money the, the, fighters the, 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 don't yeah. need to fighters yeah. don't fighters need to be multi-plat. Them being console exclusive to one side or the other is not going to work for fighters in this generation. It's well, not.
0: I mean, look, the, my, my uh, I don't, I don't want to turn this into a mortal, a mortal <laughs> I don't ki thing. No, that's I'm gonna not completely it. get off track. <laughs> my, my only rebuttal to that is that there's a difference of trying to sell someone a seventy dollar fighter versus thirty million yeah. people having Xbox Game Pass to play said fighter. They'll get it regardless. Hey, yeah, right, well, right. They're, the they're gonna, they're the gonna get and... people to play regardless. Uh, but, but yeah. again real you know l- 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 let's g- let's keep this train rolling um <laughs> sorry i'm the one who derailed it i just no 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 no. listen I, like, I, I love these this is a conference this yeah. conference oh by the way folks we have crossed 505 510 live viewers for the love of the gaming wow. gods What's thank up, you so much definitely appreciate you being here let's get um hyped burger but obviously, well, you and I are on. Can the I team. get my yeah. vow opinion in real quick? Oh <laughs> yes, I'm so sorry. No,
3: no, time, <laughs> time is over. Now it's my time.
2: <laughs> I want uh, to reclaim clock. my That's time, fun. please. You know, claiming so my time. Let's get your. Let's get your hot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> the,
0: <laughs> so I've been on this
2: train for a long time. Boom. Uh the minute that the Starfield delay, the next day, I put out a tweet uh, saying avowed. If Avowed is ready, what if that's you know? What if that takes Starfield's place? So I've been on this train. Now again, I'm not 100% locked in. I still think there's a greater than not chance that it you know, or greater greater chance that it doesn't happen this year. But but that being said, you know, again, I'll I'll just give you a quick rundown of why I believe this is possible. It's already been mentioned the time frame that Obsidian's had with this game already. We know for a fact that Phil saw something and again we don't know what it was, if it was just storyboarding or whatever the case may be that made the purchase happen in 2018, which probably means they had stuff getting together probably somewhere in 2017. Plenty of time for wizards like Obsidian to get this game done. Now, people are going to bring up, well they just announced that it's Unreal Engine 5. True. My point to that is that what if, because of the relationship that Microsoft Xbox has with Epic Games, and of course Coalition has with Epic Games, we know for a fact Coalition has had Unreal Engine 5 long before it was public knowledge that Unreal Engine 5 was actually coming, that it was out. Coalition has been working directly with Epic. What if that friendship that partnership that access to unreal 5 allowed some of these teams that were moving over to unreal 5 to also have access to that engine prior to so that means that just because they announced it's unreal 5 does not mean they just started moving assets and getting the game up and running on unreal 5 on top of that as i just mentioned you have coalition the masters of unreal engines in-house what happens if they had a portion of coalition go help obsidian get up to speed and running on unreal five now it's not going to be the whole you know complete unreal you know experience because a lot of the tool sets are still being you know updated and and produced but they could still get the game moved to unreal five with a lot of the advantages that it has and so what is if all that happened and now Avout is ready to rock and roll and this could be the first instance the mav just brought it up when he was talking we talked about it here, boom, a million times with the amount of studios that Xbox now currently has. They were going to get or will be getting to a point where they can take games and they can have their schedule, they can have their roadmap. And all of a sudden, a game runs into some issues like a Starfield. And you say, okay, we got to push that out. Okay, what game are we going to slot in? Hey, team, you ready? You're ready? Cool, we can get this. Out. Okay, move this game into this spot now. Maybe this is the first instance of us seeing that happen, because I do believe I've been on the train that if avowed was 2023, it was going to be early 2023. Now you have Starfield scheduled for the first half of 2023. You don't have a date yet. I understand that, but you don't want avowed and Starfield back to back. You don't want them on top of each other. So if avowed was ready and all they were going to be doing is from November December, whatever the case may be on, they were just going to be extra, extra, extra polishing, but basically the game was going to be ready to rock and roll come January or February. Why not just take that time and just move it back and slot it right in 11, 11, 22. I don't care if it's December 31st, to be honest with you. If a vow can be said that it's coming out this year, it is a huge W for xbox and i still believe to this day that that potential is there because of what the studio at you know what the devs at obsidian that talent over there that core team has been together for a very long time now they've grown but that core team knows how to do things and as Mav brought up as everybody else brought up time frame wise they've put out games in spectacular fashion A lot sooner there, you know, again, we talk about insomniac over at Sony city is a lot like that insomniac team. So I do not put it past them to have a vowed ready this year. And again, if that's the case, man, mic drop moment to Mm -hmm. end the show on a vowed do gameplay and then say, oh, by the way. By the way, you can expect to play this, you know, 11 11, 11, 20. 11 22. Oh man. Yeah man, it's over with. Uh I'm <laughs> I'm hyped for this. I think the potential's there. Like I said, I've been on this for a while. Now, I think it is possible. Mr. Maddie plays, thinks it's possible. Boom, I heard your prediction on the lords. Uh, you know, again, I think that this is something that could become a reality. I still, you know, again, I'm not 100% there like, "Hey, this is happening." But I still think it is real.
1: So. Yeah, hey, no, absolutely. And, and just to, just real quick, and we know that they're with the smoke too. Obsidian has they they know how to market too, and they're a little funny. So they could definitely definitely jump in there and take that spot.
0: It yeah. would. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Real quick, 100. gamers play HUD Zero drops a very generous two dollar the two dollar super chat and says, What fingers, thumbs broken? Hit the like button for the love of Joe. Thank you so much for that. And brand the Don33. He doesn't drop a super chat, but he does say something interesting. He says, We do not need banjo stop that slander he says go play the originals i'm literally playing through it right now as we speak uh on game pass xbox should do so many other things before they think of making a new banjo game holy matrimony are you listen i get your opinion maybe you're not a platformer maybe you're you're you know you're young you're not an og i grew up with platformers i think that it's family games are something that are not prevalent on the xbox right now they have some third party but they have incredible first party ip banjo being one of them and it's rumored that um that uh double fine is is doing the remake and we're gonna see it at this show i hope that is a reality but hyped boxenberg let's get your opinion on vow. you and i are on the same yeah. page Right, we know that this game has been worked on for a while. We know, I mean, obviously, Pong and uh, and uh, Steel Rain have knocked it out of the park. They are wizards. They are amazing wizards over they at are. Obsidian. This could be the big surprise that Microsoft is rumored to have. What are your thoughts? Yeah.
3: Oh, I have so many thoughts. Uh, I have an entire list of reasons why it actually could happen. Um, <laughs> but i'm not sure if if it actually still will but let me put it this way a lot of uh, people said it already on the panel obsidian um has had a a long time for, especially for obsidian four and a half potentially five years something like that um about has been in the works you someone mentioned unreal 5 and uh, unreal and that the game moved over to unreal 5 um Actually, we know that this can happen a lot faster than people think because for the first time, the Unreal Engine 4 and 5 are compatible, if you will. Yeah, they have used the same script language and so on. It wasn't as easy when you had Unreal 3 and you couldn't port the game over to Unreal 4. That's not the case anymore. It's more or less porting over. Um, Xbox, uh, especially Coalition, has has had access for, I think, it's almost one and a half years now they said in january that they had it for more than a year so right now it's more around about one and a half years so all that is is there then boom you said it 18 months of fallout new vegas the best fallout <laughs> um, ever made yeah co two years um it's insane this and i've said this for, on on so many uh, xbox factor podcasts before obsidian is a very well managed studio tight they ship know. man they run a tight ship exactly yeah. they 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 know how to build stuff under time constraints they know mm-hmm. how to build stuff under budget constraints and um at the end, they still make quality games. Um, that's the that's the what I always call um, the the triangle of project management. You have to balance out three factors. W- no matter which project you handle, it's always cost, time, and quality. And Obsidian has that down. So um, that being said, four and a half years Unreal uh, access to Unreal Five way in advance. Um, all that is is definitely something um, that could potentially be a surprise for 23. The other thing is uh, pre- you guys briefly touched on this, but if Starfield is in the first half of 23, you have to get a vote out of the way. Do you move it back? Yes, yeah, what's, that's a great What's at point the back too. end for, for 23? What's at the back end for 23? We're talking potentially here um Hellblade, potentially Fable, fa- uh, potentially um what else um state of decay we're talking perfect dog we're talking all these games all these games potentially at the back end then do you move it to 24 it's not gonna get better it's, it's not gonna get better for about and here is the thing um is if if you release a about after Starfield is is this good for a about I'm I've said this, uh, and people can look at my Twitter feed. I've said this for two years now. About is my most anticipated Xbox game. I love Skyrim, I love Obsidian, I love the world of Pillars of Eternity, Eora. It's awesome. Um, it is my most anticipated game. But when you compare the budget and and, and scope of the of About to an a Starfield. Is this the best for a for about to come out after Starfield? I'm not sure. So now Starfield is in the first half of 23. Where do you put about? It, it is. It would only make sense to move that project forward. Now, we know they have support groups on the technical side of things. They have tons of developers now. They have support studios now. Just send in. A, a squad team of the, the most skilled uh, coders to iron out the bugs, send in play testers. send in something. When Todd Howard told Phil, dude, I need another six months for Starfield, I, if I were Phil, I would pick up the phone and call Obsidian and ask the game director, dude, what do you need to get a out this year? And then you just move over resources, and Obsidian can handle that kind of stuff because, again, they are not three for three. They have managers; they know what they are doing. So, all that Schreiber, <laughs> <fired>, <laughs> yeah, don't yeah, come hold on. back. <laughs> it is like it is. Yeah, they know their shit, and it is something I I absolutely think is possible. I hold Obsidian to the highest at. Uh, they they have my entire respect and this, and they are a fantastic studio. And if someone can pull that off, it is obsidian. So, um, yeah. All that being said, um, it is there is definitely a chance for it. But there is one other thing that made me think: Is it really going to happen? And that is the Josh Sawyer game. Also, Obsidian—it's the other project. It's the little Project pentiment the yep. smaller game that is rumored to be like a kind Disc of Disco Elysium, Elysium yes, type yes, of yes, game. Yes, yes. And we know that this is also uh, in the works for a while with smaller scope, smaller game, passion project, and they're gonna release Grounded this 1. year. 1. Grounded 1.0. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. Are they going for the hat trick? Are they gonna release I three say years they should grounded hat trick? <laughs> project Pentiment <laughs> and about ah uh, that's also something that is you know some...
0: something I said it before and I'll say it again they are the insomniac
3: games of Xbox. they are they are and um, so yeah it, it is if it's not Project Pentiment I would bet it is uh, an Avowed. But if, it's, um, if Project Pentiment comes out, I could still see about very early in 23, like a January release, and then Starfield in May or June, to just to, to put those uh, games a little bit apart. But yeah, let's see. Um, it is definitely in the realm of the possible. It is one of the, these rumors that might sound crazy at first when you hear it. But if you really think about it, if someone can pull that off, it is Obsidian.
0: Yeah, I absolutely let, let let's get N64 Josh and then we're going to move on to the big topic of the show and that is of course what what does Microsoft need to deliver to make it a 10 out of 10 for you personally? And I'll get the chat involved, but N64 Josh, do you want to see a so-called quote-unquote replacement for uh um for the delayed Starfield and could avowed be that game?
4: Of course, of I mean, of course, we want to see something take take the take that place, right? Because, uh, we know there's been a number of delays this year from from all the big players, and so yeah, get something in there, get get something that gets people excited, that gets people purchasing Game Pass, you know, all all the above. That being said, just give about all the time it needs, right? Like I love what Box Burger saying, like yeah. like they can they can bring in the extra resources. I we we cannot when I say we, I mean, Xbox, they cannot, we can't have another, uh, another infinite, infinite incident. You gotta be careful when you say that one. Uh, (laughs) these, these games need to launch ready to go. They, they, Mm. they, they, they they can't have the egg on the face any longer. So, so if it's truly ready and not rushed, absolutely bring it. Like we, 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 just from that trailer alone, I rewatched it while you guys were talking about it. We don't want to see that game get overshadowed by anything, you know, give it its, give it its chance in the, uh, you know, in the, in the spotlight. And, and, and that might be the opportunity. That being said, I think we are going to see a lot of surprises come Sunday. and We'll get into it.
0: Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Okay. So now we're going to move on to the big topic and we're going to go a little bit over folks. So just hang out, bear with us real quick we have 500 people here. Got to sell the brand. Tomorrow night's Primetime Gaming. That is the, the the weekly show that we do. Que Asante, uh, The Wandering Dutch, um, uh, Mag, uh, uh, Everborn Saga. I'm forgetting somebody. Who else who am I forgetting? We're, we're all going to be there. The entire crew is going to be there to deliver our uh, big Xbox Bethesda showcase a prediction show. But it's going to be the biggest show that I have personally ever put on, folks. Here is most of the guest list. We're still waiting on a few nays or yays. King David, Mr. Bad Bit, Steel Rain, Pong Soul, Fun Speculation, Noof Newcomb, Zemi Games, One Bad Mother. We also have uh, Luke Lore from Insipid uh, well, uh, Ghost. We also have Miles Dompierre. Dropping by uh John Wolf, if you're listening in there, and I know you're in the chat, brother, check your inbox brother we're going to get you see if we can get you on for ten or fifteen minutes as well, and the guest list is growing we're expecting at least minimum twenty people to roll through what could very well be. A, tw- a near three hour program. We're going live seven p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and everyone is going and and, and and the and the the breakdown conversation is super super easy. What you open the show with, what you close the show with, and what special you know, pr- surprise are you expecting them to deliver, and we're going to get everyone to give their opinions on that, but we got to talk about the topic at hand. This is, of course, the big one, ladies and gentlemen, and that, of course, is what does this show need to deliver to make it a 10 out of 10? I want to go first to our very special guest, Steel Rain, brother. What needs have to ha- to happen? What, what needs to happen at this show for you personally that mm. ha- that delivers a 10 out of 10 show because mm-hmm. last year's show was a 10 out of 10. And quite frankly, Microsoft, you know you you are a, you are a victim of your own success as the kids say. So people are expecting at minimum a 10 out of 10. What brings this to 11 for you?
1: uh for me personally what well, would we'll turn it up to 11 um the biggest thing for me is that they <clears throat> that they understand um what they learned last year and that pacing matters um yeah i mean of course you want games and everything but we want to see gameplay we want to see demonstrations we want to we want you to really give us that roadmap and I, and i think if they mainly hit that that's what's going to do it for me now um again i'm not one of these that oh, i'm looking for all these individual things but i do want to throw some some interesting things in there. Um, one of the things that I, I threw into into the DMs of Pong last night, um, I think the one more, I think the one thing that Microsoft could potentially do, uh, well, of course, I do want to see Forza Motorsport. One, um, as a Turn 10 fan, and just a Motorsport fan overall for that simulation style race, and again, I, I'm, I'm the guy that was playing simulation everything um, until here recently where, it, it just gets annoying after a while you definitely can't do it in the horizon series but i want to see what what's new what new what is going to be new that they're bringing um especially this year where gt7 seems kind of lacking in some areas i know a lot of people are thoroughly enjoying it and um that's that's a beautiful thing um they've definitely hit on some of the older aspects as far as getting your licenses and everything and it's good to see that they have went that direction but what I enjoyed out of motorsport is that they gave GT competition and kind of, um, what in competition to the point to where I now said and have been saying since the first motorsport that Forza they set the bar for what simulation racing should be. So I want to see how they're going to do that. Uh, again, you've only teased us thus far, you showed me some pretty things through CGI. Um, are you going to be able to implement? Gra- um, ray tracing or whatever else this time around what form of ray tracing are you going to use is it going to be console exclusive or well i should say this generation exclusive um as far as the new consoles go uh the other thing for me that would step it up i'm going go, and i'm just gonna be a little a little bit more of a crazy one that i think personally would turn it up to an 11 for me what if microsoft somehow got into a conversation with Nintendo. Uh you know, there's some rumors with some platinum games on, on the back end and everything. And what if what if Microsoft and Nintendo were, teamed up and were like, you know, we we know you guys like Bayonetta back in the day. But how about Bayonetta 3 is coming directly into Game Pass day and date. Love it. I think that was I would I think that would set the world ablaze. Um I think the Twitter streets would be on fire. I think the entire internet would be on fire. Um, and Bayonetta is not one of those, yeah, it's not for everybody, but it is one of those things, especially from- Damn Black, near it, as it good as a... Devil May Cry in every way, brother. It, it, it pretty much, just the female Devil May Cry, honestly. Yep. Um, but I think for me, that would kind of- that would kind of set a new new bar there. Also, would open up some conversations. What else is Nintendo and Xbox going to be doing? Um, I, I think that would just that would be a really dope thing to see. But other than that, uh, the main thing for me is just going to be pacing. Show us the games that you've already announced. Uh, where's the DLC for Horizon? Where's Motorsport? Where's Avowed? Show nah. me gameplay for Starfield. Uh, I know Paul's kind of been on the along the lines. Of, oh, I don't want to see anything. You're not going to come out, so don't don't show me nothing. But me. Again, as someone who's not the biggest ZeniMax Bethesda fan, uh, I need a reason or not necessarily necessarily that I need a reason, but I want to see what world you're trying to create. Give me the moment, okay, well, I need to make sure I get that day one because up, up to this point, I haven't felt that way about any of the games. Um, and again, that could just more than likely that's just a me thing. I know a lot of people love it, but I do actually want to see some things so that the hype can kind of match w- what the presentation has been, um, uh, thus far it's just been a lot of, a lot of smoke without any actual evidence of anything, um, other than like pictures and older pictures too, by the way, right. which, I, which look amazing. Um, I mean those are gonna be the main things again, I want Xbox to really just come out and talk on some of the games that they've that they've already discussed uh there's some conversations to where everybody wants more, but they still haven't shown you the things they talked about last year mm. um at least or where they're at if are they going to release this year? is there a plan for 2023? again twenty two was supposed to be dead and we've gotten game pass deals all the way up to now, and that's going to seemingly continue um as we go into the showcase so that's yet to be seen that's the main thing for me though um answer a lot of the people's questions give me a solid roadmap give me a reason uh to give people some form of a reason that they should stay invested in game pass because apparently people need that um or they're going to tell you that they've unsubscribed for whichever reason so that's going to be the main thing for me understand the pacing uh bring the energy and just let people know that you're not playing around I want just especially coming off this recent state of play and then with also Xbox or uh, with them having making that announcement that they're not only doing one 90 minute show, but they're all doing a follow up 90 minute show a couple of yeah. days later.
0: Yeah. Shows we me that they later? have a
1: they have a they have a lot to show. They have a lot to present and they want to make sure that you understand that like, Xbox is here and they're not playing games.
0: Basically, what you're saying is you want them to drop it on the table, brother, and be, I like, mean,
1: work it out. Essentially, and, they, <laughs> and that can happen a multitude of different ways. Like yeah. I've been telling people, um, whether the first party comes to the fruit comes to fruition or not, third party, second to third party deals coming directly into Game Pass big deal. It's a big people deal. Have, like other people have said, Game Pass is the exclusive.
0: Uh, yep, I've been saying if that for years, brother. It can
1: go wherever it wants to. If it comes into Game Pass, if it comes into your service, it opens a whole different line of conversation.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Real quick, before we bring in, uh, I want to bring, I want to get J- J- n64 Josh on this. Uh, but before I do, got to catch up on some of the super chats. Dan the Man Cunningham drops an additional five-hour super chat and says, "I'm curious how much of Project Mara we'll see at the show." Yeah, dude, another horror game. I mean that that could release this year too. You know, it's a smaller project, and uh, it's supposed to it's supposed to be like a PT kind of a game. I I, I mean that's interesting. Sir X Man drops not one but two more two dollars. Super Chat says Microsoft. Announces Bloody Roar as a concept. Of Bloody Roar was so good, dude. You and an OG just like me. And his second and very generous uh, super chat of $2 says Forza needs to have all the racing tracks in the world. I would imagine eventually. Uh, we also have John Wolf, who does a very generous $10 super chat and says, Boom, thanks to your Mike Trot moment prediction. Uh, I haven't been able to sleep. Um, The thought of Ed Boon coming out with uh, Melina and Katana on each arm and announcing a KI versus Mortal Kombat coming to Xbox would be epic. I, I, I listen. I I like them coming out. Phil Spencer, the gentleman gamer, he has say, listen. We know we've been listening to you folks. If you missed out on the Iron Lord podcast, which was about seventeen hours long, it was great. Uh, I said that my, for me, uh, the one more thing would be Phil Spencer coming out. You know, thanking everyone for being there. And, you know, he's basically saying, hey, listen, folks, uh, I know we, we we listen to the feedback. We know that you want the one more thing. So I'm going to deliver that today. I want to introduce a good friend of mine. And he brings out Ed Boone and Ed Boone certainly just goes and says, hey, listen, uh, first, we want to say thank you. We are now Uh, do want to announce that we have been acquired by microsoft we are now part of xbox game studios and uh listen we've been working with microsoft secretly for the last six months we're not ready to show what we're doing but i want to play something for you and the killer instinct ultra combo sound comes up screen goes black end of story internet breaks open and let the goosebumps induce uh but that's what my theory is who knows who knows but we also have uh, y- uh, your baby father drops an outstanding five hours super chat and says, blessings, boom, panel and chat. Look forward to my trips to speculation town. Thanks for everything. And hit that like button, people. Thank you, brother, for the very kind words, but more importantly, the generosity as well. And 64, Josh, what makes this show a 10 out of 10 or even 11 out of 10 for you? What does Microsoft need to bring for you personally?
4: There's three things. Crimson Skies, Mech Assault, oh and Spinner yes, Cell. Yes,
3: please. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Those are the three. Those are the three. They're always going to be the three. Crimson Skies is always going to be at the top of my list. Uh, you know, I think we know that that last we've heard, Gears is a ways out. I'm a huge Gears of War fan, so I'll just, I'll just, I'll just wait. I'll just wait. It's fine. Uh, but, but, but yeah, it, it, Crimson Sky. Like, I, I'm, I'm the vision I have in my mind of crimson skies running on a series X series S and just getting those dog fights in like I, I can't I can't stop thinking about that game right and it, because like that's that's one of the games that just like it's it's up there for me with halo and 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 gears like I was saying like it's so many hours spent so many so many friends and and relationships made over crimson skies me trolling so many people yes the gameplay was just so solid and so i yeah i really really that 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 would be huge for me they could literally say
0: that was rumored a couple of years ago that they were they were working on a a smaller
4: team was working on that josh I, i i mean yes just just get uh Get Nolan North back to to do the voice acting and let's let's go, baby. That guy's a hustler.
0: Um, he needs a job, man. The, let's give let's give him one.
4: Yeah, there <laughs> there you go. Drake's got a little. He's got a little break right now, right? So, uh, it, yeah. But Crimson Skies for for sure. Um, I think we all know, based on tweets that we saw this last this last weekend about uh, about Goldeneye, right? And yep. so that that's going to be huge for me. I've been, I've, I mean, I love Perfect Dark, especially the original. The 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 second one was, uh, you know, it was kind of a miss. But uh, uh, if if Goldeneye delivers, like that, that just gets me so excited. Listening to Steele talk about the potential of of you know the possibility of of Nintendo and Microsoft doing doing some things, I I I honestly think that that Goldeneye is that that very game that there's going to be like i i hope i hope i can play it not only on my series x but also on on the switch right because it'll just i have i've got these uh i've got these wireless these wireless n64 controllers that i would love to be able to play goldeneye uh and uh here pro tip for everybody you can you can just hold it in reverse put your thumb your 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 left hand on the d-pad and your right hand on the uh, on the stick and you can play it just like a modern shooter. So so there you go. If you're, uh, if you're going back to those older <laughs> games. Um, but yeah, like th- those I mean, finding out more info for Perfect Dark would be great if there was a, even even some like just a just a, a short teaser of gameplay or something. I just want to I want to know more. I yeah. really want to know more about what what Joanna Dark is up to that that would be that would be big for me it's uh, again a, a lot of it is is the nostalgia pull for for a lot that's going to make it make it the the 10 out of 10 for me but the other thing is is i i, I want to see some new stuff that's really going to knock our socks off right i don't yeah. know i don't know what those are you know you guys we've been talking about fighting games i mean that would be fantastic some 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 top notch fighting games are always are always great uh you know what maybe there's some, I'm ready for more like kind of destiny style gameplay, but what is it that Microsoft could come up with that, that would allow us to do something like that. That's like, that's like MMO light, you know, something along those, those lines. Um, Yeah. I, I, I just want to see, I want to see some new things that really get the, the internet going. That really kind of like, like set it on fire. Right. And, And the the out now, it would be nice to hear hear those words a couple of times just to just to give us something to download immediately. The other thing that for me needs to happen is infinite needs to show up like that if if infinite doesn't show up with with some kind of. Like certain affinities game is
0: rumored to be their the the their 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 take on battle royale. I don't think three four three needs to come in a big way. i I'd, I'd love to see them give way to uh what is expected to release potentially this year and that's the game from certain affinity that battle royale sure uh that would be fine for me honestly i mean you know it's it's someone that's addicted to halo i wouldn't mind
5: that second showcase could be like updates on the existing light service indeed right indeed
3: i love that mess yeah yeah
4: and that's and that's fantastic and so yeah it it it, it just for me halo needs some it needs some love like it needs it's it it breaks my heart watching such a fantastic foundation of a game not getting the like it's just not pulling people and yeah. it, there's there's stuff that needs to happen so i mean even if the, if it was just a couple maps, like it's just, there's th- the game is light on content. And so if there was, if there was just a, a little bit of, Hey, and these maps are available now, like please something that I feel like throw us a life preserver for this, uh, for this game. Cause it's, it's, it's too well-made to not be getting the love that it deserves.
0: I, I absolutely agree. Listen real quick before we bring in uh hyped box burger, let me just paint a better picture for you because now I got, the sound, I, got, I got the sound bite ready. Just, just, just imagine in your head, folks, close your eyes for a second, right? You're, you're the one last big thing that Microsoft, the Papa Phil, delivers to you as an Xbox fan. He brings Ed Boon out, right? Ed Boon, again, talking killer instant for quite some time. And he comes out and he says something to the effect like, hey, listen, we've been working secretly with Microsoft. We can't show you, but I'm going to close with this simple sound. And the screen screen just goes black, and they don't say anything. They don't say shit; they just basically give you a sound bite. The internet is officially broken open, and listen, come on, I mean, come on, I'm getting goosebumps, and I wrote the script. I know what I'm about to say. <laughs> if you're listening, man, if you don't got a woody, check your post, baby, because you're probably dead. But anyway, let's bring in Boxenburger. Boxenberger. you've been talking about the show forever. They're going to deliver, but how big do they need to deliver for you to make
3: it an 11 out of 10? Man, I love that you phrased that question like this because these days we're all doing these prediction shows and Mm -hmm. um, we all give our predictions. You have the big one tomorrow. I have mine coming up on Saturday. You have a lot of people. I'm happy to be one
0: of those people.
3: You're (laughs) one of them. Pong is going to be there. Math is going to be there. I also have Chess Corden from Windows Central, Randall Thor, Milestone Pier, Lord Cognito, Mr. Badbit, John from Xbox Era, Gas. Man, the list is long. Insipid Ghost, Ainsley. The list is super long (laughs) with fantastic creators. One day before the show, Saturday, um, 2 p.m. Eastern, I think. Yeah, 2 p.m. Eastern. It's 8 p.m. Europe time So or 7 p.m. UK time. Sorry for the shameless plug. Had to be done. Um, But uh, the thing is, people never talk about um, what... Does it need to be for them personally to be a 11 out of 10? Uh, they always say, just say, ah, I think this is happening. This is not going to happen. Man, listen, I have a couple of things. I remember being on the post show with You boom last year. And I said, I love the show. But it is not a 10 out of 10 for me because they didn't show gameplay. Mm. Uh, CGI trailer, CGI trailer, CGI trailer then we had a third party game showing gameplay then we had an Xbox game, CGI, CGI not even Halo showed gameplay this time I want gameplay, Um, we know 20 uh, first party games are in the making, right, or announced um, games, there are a lot more in the making, let me see some of them, let me see an about let me see a perfect dog, a Hellblade, I, I don't know whatever they are ready to show, but show it with gameplay. You can't talk about these games Thanks. the second time you show them with the CGI trailers. It's got to be gameplay. So that's one essential part for me. Um, but everything with what that we hear, it looks like that's going to be it. Yeah, They will be ready to show gameplay. The second thing is they need to have for me that it's an 11 out of 10 they need to have a proper backup plan for the void that is left by starfield and we already talked about 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 would do that there's another one i said this on maths show um wolfenstein 3 boom we've talked about this for how long i don't know how long forever forever dude 2017 that was the time when the last machine game came out that's five years. What have they been working on for the last five years and then it hasn't been for five years Indiana Jones Indiana Jones started early last year uh, with full production yeah so what have they been working on all these years I think it's Wolfenstein three and um so yeah I want that Wolfenstein three save the holiday it's, oh that would be awesome. F- close out the trilogy, and then move the entire development team over to build out Indiana Jones. So if they can announce something like that, an Avowed or a Wolfenstein 3 to save the day. And here it comes, boom. We've talked about it many times on this show. Xbox needs a superhero game. I would slightly rephrase that. Xbox needs a pop culture game. Something with an IP attached to it. And that can be a, a superhero but it can also be something like a Star Wars. And here it yeah. comes. And here it comes. We hear these rumors about the Mandalorian, yeah, mm-hmm. coming to Xbox. And we also know Ceni Max Online is working on an unannounced IP from at least February 2018. They started in February 28 or in 20, February 2018. Uh, one of the leads of uh, Sandy Max Online said he started to work on an unannounced new IP. Bam. Mandalorian game made by Sandy Max. Something like that. Could be another Star Wars game from, I don't know, The Coalition or someone else. But these the pop culture game. That one IP that everyone around the globe knows um, that they feel the need to get an Xbox for. That's that that pop culture IP, and I would love to see that. So these three things: gameplay for for one of the or a couple of the announced twenty Xbox first party game, a proper backup plan for twenty twenty two, and one pop culture game. And this is an eleven out of ten for me. I love it. I love what you're putting
0: down, brother. Let's let let's get pong Sol in on the conversation, pong. What makes this show an 11 out of 10 for you personally?
2: Oh, boy. Uh, Gameplay, game pass, and pacing. Okay? That's what I want right now. I was looking forward to a gigantic deep dive Todd Howard special on Starfield. I don't believe that happens anymore. I do believe we see it, but I believe they save that for a later date as they get closer to release. So I think that the show got shortened as far as that block of time from Starfield and even maybe Redfall uh, deep dive. So now I just want gameplay, game pass and pacing nonstop. It's got to keep the paces last year, um, but instead of CGI, which I'm cool with, I don't have a problem with it, but I know a lot of people do, but this year it's got to be gameplay. Yep. Um, And I think that when it comes to game pass in particular, they need to lock it up down they have an opportunity i was i was brainstorming yesterday with mav and, and steel in the dms and i was looking at the landscape and and oddly enough tales of Horizon and near replicant just both went on heavy discount over at amazon and best buy uh i think they have the potential to lock down a lot of different genres here into game pass they've already been doing a fantastic job we know how diverse it is but really for this second half of the year if they can bring tales of arise near replicant final fantasy 7 remake has suddenly reappeared in the potential yeah, rumors as well um persona if they could lock down jrpgs and that eastern flavor freaking fantastic right yep. now they're locking down sports too MLB is already locked down. We get NBA 2K22. Now yeah. we got the rumor yesterday that Madden is po- potentially going to be day and date.
0: It said Xbox Game Pass, brother. It's look, day and
2: date. Look, if they pull off that deal and lock that in there, look, they're 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 monopolizing certain genres, which is fantastic. Then you got action games, right? If they come into the show and are able to announce a Gotham Knights, a Saints Row, a Dying Light 2. Judgment and lost judgment from Sega are due with the success of Yakuza. There's no reason why we don't see those. You've got your actions locked up strategy they they finally announced age of empires four again i know this is niche but this goes to the wider audiences out mm-hmm. there the bigger pictures. dude
3: i have 250 hours in age four yes, and, and i know you do it's going up uh <laughs> it is my most played game in 2021 it's going to be my most played game this year it right. is freaking awesome
2: it is. It is freaking awesome. So if they finally announced that for console, and maybe they even pull off a Midnight Suns, the brand new Marvel strategy oh, game man. coming into Game yeah. Pass. Look, you lock that down. Throw a cherry on top with Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Look, you. it doesn't matter what else is missing or what isn't there. You throw that bag at game pass you get this kind of lineup and i'm not saying all those just think even if 50 percent of those show up you're talking about the last six months of the year being dominated yet again by game pass highlights okay you're talking about social media blowing up with people playing these games and promoting them for you and promoting game pass and friends jumping into game pass coming into the holiday season so i think that would be gigantic and then you gotta have One, two, maybe three aces up your sleeve. And I think that would be huge from first party. And they've already been talked about here. We talked about Avowed. Uh, Of course, Boxenberger just brought up Wolfenstein 3 as well, which I've been on the train that I think that's ready to rock and roll. You can throw in maybe... Sorry
3: to interrupt you, but I have to compliment you. You pronounce it very well. I've been working on it, Boxenberger. I've been working (laughs) on it. Awesome.
2: Uh, um, And then I think like a Quake uh, reboot, remake, whatever, fantastic. And then Boxenberger also brought up ZeniMax Online Studio. I have been on this train Look, I'm not a Mandalorian fan per se, so I don't want to see a game completely 100% about the Mandalorian. I think that's too small in scope for a studio like ZeniMax Online. I think what you go for is a Star Wars MMO. I am all about it. It has been, we've got some older ones out there. Some of them are still there like they are, but we definitely could use a new one. For sure, give everybody the power fantasy of being a Jedi, being yep. a Sith Lord, being a Mandalorian, being a bounty hunter, whatever you want to be, but giving everybody that power fantasy, like like Fox said, having that type of pop culture IP. And again, if it's Marvel, great. If it's whatever the case may be, but bring that in there. And I think if they nail this and they nail the pacing and they've got the gameplay, and they sell us some hopes and dreams, but also give us Again, I don't need it as a gamer. I'm a grazer. I'm good. I got plenty of games. Even if they don't drop another one for the rest of the year, I'm good. But give everybody else, all the other gamers out there, a reason to be hearing about Game Pass this holiday, rolling into this holiday season, hearing about how many games are exploding onto the scene day and date for Game Pass. I think they nailed this, and it becomes a 10 out of 10, 11 out of 10.
0: Yeah, I, I, man, I love what everyone's putting down. Let's get Mav's opinion on this. Mav, for you, what brings this show to an 11 out of 10?
5: Oh, man. There's one thing I live for every uh, E3. This is an E3, not E3, or whatever you want to call this thing. Um, Every year when we have all these showcases in the summertime, there's one thing I live for, and that is new game announcements. Mm, Yep. That nothing gets me going like something else to get hyped for, something else to be excited about, something else to have in my brain constantly for the years ahead. I don't care if it's two years away, three years away. I don't care. I want new game announcements. And because of the amount of projects that Xbox has in the works, I mean, we've broken it down. We've had videos and we've looked at things and talked about all these studios and everything they got going on. I want to see the slate. I want them to blow people's minds with how many games are coming to game pass and put a face to these things. Mm -hmm. I want them to come out and say, here it is. This is this game. This is this game. This is this game. This is this game. Some of these are sooner than others. Some of them are years away, but this is the promise of Xbox over the next several years. Then all of these games are going to be in game pass day one, come to our ecosystem and don't be afraid because we are supporting you a long haul and check this out because i am sick of people saying that xbox has nothing coming xbox has all of this when we know how much investment there is so if they just showcase the investment everything they've been working on all these studios all the kicked off ips everything and just blow our minds with it i would be freaking over the moon dude now that being said there's already been those that have been announced like two years ago, right? The Perfect Darks, the Avowed's, you know, uh, Fable. I want to see more proof of concept and more proof in the pudding on what those projects are. I want to see something from the already announced projects from the, the big AAA type games that are coming, and I need to see something releasing this year.
0: Yeah, twenty
5: twenty two's got to have w- at least one big game. Right, uh, I, I'll forgive them on like not having one every quarter, one every, one every six months, whatever. But they got to come out with at least one big game because if you don't have an entire year of one big project, that's a failure, right? So I think they got to have that surprise, and I really want to see it. Now, that's what—that's what—that's what would make my head explode. That's what I need to see. That's what I want to see. Is it—is that going to happen? All those things, probably not. And I'll be okay. It's going to be an amazing show. That's the one thing that we can all look at this uh, showcase coming up, knowing that we have two showcases. Yep. 90 mm-hmm. minutes. It's crazy. Yeah. And we're going to be getting guaranteed new game announcements. We're going to be guaranteed getting some gameplay. We're going to be guaranteed getting uh, third-party stuff. We're going to be getting an amazing, amazing show that I am extremely excited for. But if my pipe dream, boom, that's what it. that's what it is, dude. I, I just, love it. I just need to see it.
0: Yeah, listen, everyone has had unbelievably killer takes. Real quick, uh, we have some confirmation, folks. Uh, this is big. Uh, if you are a Halo Infinite campaign insider, if you are an insider, Halo Insider, we just got a confirmation from uh, 343, the official uh, checkmarked Halo account of Twitter. Uh, with Halo Infinite Campaign Network Co op arriving later this year, we're planning to flight. It on Halo Insider in July. Register and make sure your Halo Insider profile is up to date for your chance to participate in the co-op that everyone has been asking for for Halo Infinite. That is really big news. Real quick, uh, we also have uh, a couple of super chats came in. Yeah, babies, Farva drops uh, an additional two dollars. and says, "Mr. Boomstick for the next Xbox CEO." I love that. Thank you very much, Danny Passion Official. Drops a two dollar super chat and says this is interesting. No one's talked about this. Aaron Greenberg himself hasn't said temper your expectations. And Sir X-Men drops an additional two dollar super chat and says, boom, an all-new Ninja Gaiden, and the crowd goes wild. We also have the wise old gamer drops a $2 super chat and says, I just want to hear Boxenberger say Wolfenstein. Uh please, by all means. <laughs>
3: Wolfenstein.
0: Well, there you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and uh, Sir X Men <laughs> drops an additional uh, two dollars super chat and says Xbox announces Marvel vs Capcom two back compat. That would be pretty dope because that's one of my favorites. Uh Dick Wingbat <laughs> drops a a dollar seventy nine super a uh, uh, pound super chat. Thank you for that, Dick, and welcome to the show. He says, "I need to see gameplay." And he needs release dates. Well, listen, folks, that is your Xbox Factor podcast for this Tuesday. Hopefully, you have, we had over 500, and I think the, the tap-out number was 521, which is just bonkers. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for hitting the like button on your way out, if you wouldn't mind, of course. But let's get to the outros. Still rain. Obviously, you and uh, Pong have a big show coming up on Saturday, right yeah, before the showcase.
1: Yeah, man, uh, it's uh, it's gonna be an interesting week for sure. Uh, with Summer Games Fest right around the corner, and it's, um, a lot of different shows are gonna be. It's gonna be interesting, man. A lot to talk about. Uh, Saturday, definitely tune in uh, to get our, I guess, closer predictions to what that Xbox Showcase is gonna end up possibly showing. Uh, so definitely be on the lookout for that. But other than that, you can find me Steel Rain everywhere. I Steel Rain. I the T is a seven. Um, again, if it has a search bar, you will find me. Uh, again, like Boone was saying, 9 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. UK time. Every Saturday morning, you can catch us, me and my guy, Pong. Uh, with living split screen, non console, etc. platform, talk about everything going on in the industry. Um, we just take that RTS view, real time strategy, pulling ourselves out of the world, taking a look at the darker crevices of the map, and pulling our resources together and delivering it to the people. Um, again, boom, it was a pleasure being on. Uh, especially in this Super Bowl era that we're in right now, golden age of gaming, as my brother likes to say. Um, And again, the age of accessibility is continue to wreak its head out and more and more people are seemingly understanding uh, what the digital era can possibly do. Um, And as long as we continue to stay vocal, have these open-ended conversations and uh, be nice to each other, man, I think we can go a long way. So much love, much appreciated
0: not being nice goes a long way and thank you for that pong soul let's get you on out of here brother sell your brand tell about living split screen and what other shows you happen to be a part of
2: (laughs) man it's gonna be a busy week but this is a great time brothers awesome to see all of you here for again christmas week gaming Christmas week uh specifically. This is absolutely an amazing time to be doing this, to be a part of this community. The hype levels, the excitement levels are off the charts. I cannot wait to see what we are going to get our hands on soon and even later. Know there's going to be surprises, and we're going to be talking about it all week. So just keep your eyes open on Twitter. There's going to be shows everywhere. I'll be on Boxenburger shows. I'll be, of course, over on Fun Speculation shows all week. Look, it's going to be madness. I took all of Thursday off of work uh, just to be able to cover everything. And so this is going to be fun. So get ready. Um, we got uh, PM in the PM a Thursday night. Mav and I will have a ton to talk about over on Fun Speculation Channel. at 7 p.m. Uh, Eastern six o'clock central time. We got Xbox ultimate on Fridays back on fun speculations channel. So that's going to be 9 p.m. Eastern eight o'clock central time. Like my hype man, steel rain. My brother from another just got done telling you living split screen Saturday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern nine o'clock central time. 3 p.m. BST time UK time look we're going to do our final predictions for the Xbox show the day before yep. we promise we promise we're going to get everybody out of there to go watch the future game show before nice. that starts Steele and I will limit ourselves okay <laughs> so but three plus hours probably gonna be close to four buckle up get ready it's going to be a fun Saturday morning living split screen split screen is all one word mission 1k please help us get there yeah and then of course Saturday night the shop podcast PTK blam's channel I'll be there nine p.m eastern eight o'clock central time we obviously will have our xbox predictions we'll probably cover some of the future game show what we saw on keely's show it's gonna be a blast ptk blam's channel the shop podcast saturday night otherwise gonna have some extra stuff in there so like i said keep your eyes and ears open remember you can have multiple tabs open back in the day during the pan pandemic when i had when i had nothing to do at work i had Two, three tabs open We've got a lot of favorite content creators around here wherever you show up just enjoy it thank you all for the support chat you guys were amazing today uh, just awesome awesome discussions in there chat was flying like boom said over 500 people nothing but love and respect you guys make all of these shows go Indeed. so guess what it is the golden age of gaming people we are going to see a lot of gold this week so get out there play what you love love what you play and i'll talk to you all this week
0: Absolutely. And Boxenberger, sell your brand, brother. Tell me about your big show coming up this Saturday that most of us are a part of. And where can people reach out to you on social media?
3: Yeah, first, uh, thanks again for having me. And people can find me everywhere on the Boxenberger. Just type in, 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 you, in the YouTube search Boxenberger and you will find the channel and make sure to set a couple of dates uh, you mentioned the big one the big prediction show on june 11th i was debating about 2 months ago with myself when to do the when is the best time to do a prediction show and i realized that my personal predictions change over the weeks uh, in <laughs> <Yeah>. advance <laughs> to a yeah. show so i wanted to do it the day before the xbox showcase um, when everyone has everything Heard that everyone has has their mind made up. What is the Xbox Showcase going to be like? And um, like I said earlier, we are going to have awesome guests. We have Chess Corden, Randall Thor. Boom! You will be there. Lord Cognito will make a special appearance. Mister Bad Bit, Matt from uh, Matts Gaming. We have Chun from Xbox Era. Wondering Dutch Mo. From the Backlog Chronicles. Pong, you will be there. Miles Stompier, Ainsley Bowden, Insipid Ghost, Gas from Game on Daily. And um, yeah, I hope I didn't forget anyone. It's, it's going to be a mad show. It's going to be chaos. But it's going to be a lot of fun. That's 2pm Eastern, 7pm UK time or 8pm Central Europe. And then We have like three big showcases um, coming. We have on June 9th, the Summer Game Fest, and I will do a post-show directly after the showcase. Pong, you will be part of this. We have the Xbox International crew on for that. It's going to be fantastic to break all the stuff down that is announced at the Keely show. Um, Then we have, of course, on June 12th, the big Xbox showcase. I will be doing a post-show right after the show ends on the channel. I have the Green Pass Gaming crew over um, to, to... Um, break everything down and have a couple of special guests rotating in and out on that show. Yeah. They are awesome. Um, Absolutely. And then on June 14th, we have the extended showcase. And there will be another post show for that on the Boxenberger channel directly after the showcase ends. we ha- we're going to have a couple of awesome guests there with Pong, Wondering, uh, Dutch, Mav, a couple of others making guests, uh, shorter guest appearances. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Xbox Mike is, is joining for that show as well. So, yeah, the world of gaming uh, has a lot of special episodes coming up this week. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I can't believe my outro was as long as as Pong's. Um, Nice job, brother. You learn. I'm learning. I'm I'm learning. (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, guys, it's like Pong said, it's the best week of the year for gamers. Mav um, said it, nothing excites us more than these game announcements, and we're going to get a ton of them, not just on the Xbox Showcase, but on the, all the other shows as well. We also have the Day of the Deaths, we have the Future Game Show, we have all these other game shows as well uh, yeah. over this week, so it's going to be a blast, and uh, the Box and Bucket Channel definitely got you covered. So yeah. thanks again, and i see you guys next week thank you so much uh N- n64 josh what you got going on brother sell
0: your brand what do you where can people reach out to you on social media
4: i'm going for the shortest outro i'm n64 josh everywhere i host a lot of podcasts if you guys search my name on any podcast player or youtube you will find me and uh there we go how was that was that quick enough That, that wow like that's
0: re- that that's record <laughs> timing brother okay but, uh, all right Yeah, well, thank you so much for being here, Josh. Definitely appreciate you being a part of the panel once again. And, Mav, you got a lot going on as well as well. And, and of course, please sell your brand. Tell them about the incredible video that you dropped just the other day, doing very well for the channel. You had an all-star panel of people popping in to give their opinion. We're going to check out that video, dude.
5: Yeah, check it out on Fun Speculation, 27 people. Actually took part in in that video is absolutely awesome. A lot of uh, great creators and 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 people in, in the gaming community. So appreciate everybody who took part in that and everybody who watched it. So yeah, check that out on Fun Speculation. It's an hour and sixteen minutes. But tomorrow is going to drop the Snyder Cut. <laughs> tomorrow, the full length version of the unedited footage of all the interviews that took place. The twenty seven interviews that took place will drop on the channel. It is four hours. 28 minutes long it is absolutely ludicrous and ridiculous and uh i if you i i I don't know who's actually going to sit there and watch the whole thing but i'll put timestamps for all the different creators so that way you have a chance to see uh your favorite person and 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 all of their uh all their stuff but uh yeah that's coming tomorrow um also tomorrow night we got what would usually be fun pop is going to be Instead, it's going to be a big summer game fest prediction type show or okay, celebration. Excellent. We're having that uh, tomorrow night after primetime gaming uh, boom. Uh, and that's at 9, uh, no, sorry, 10 p.m. Eastern Time is when uh, our show will go live. Uh, we're going to have lots of fun on there. And then also uh, Thursday, p.m. and the p.m., we're going to have the summer games fest co streams. Friday, more co streams. Xbox Ultimate Podcast. Saturday, more co streams. And more podcasts and all this stuff. It's going to be absolutely insane. Sunday, more co-streams. And we're going to be live a lot, dude. I mean, just like the majority of this week, you'll probably see in the bottom left corner, if you're subscribed to the channel on your YouTube page, Fun Speculation Live. Because... And there's so much stuff to cover. It's going to be ridiculous, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. just check it out and follow on Twitter at Fun Speculation. Appreciate everybody. Great thank show you, brother. Today. Listen, thanks again for everyone
0: tuning in. This was a record uh, a record show with a number of live viewers. I want to thank everybody for the incredible and very generous super chats that came in to help support Double Barrel Gaming. I want to thank a big, a big say, say a big thank you to all of the channel members that continue to once again support Double Barrel Gaming. Uh, obviously tomorrow night's primetime gaming is going to be big. I'm looking for a guest. I have one in mind because the guest that I had for Thursday's X vlog live happened to uh, it's, it's real life folks babysitting issues. So I'm going to see if I can get someone, I don't know if I'm going to be covering Keeley's event because now we know that they, there's some stuff was pulled. He already said, don't, don't expect too many big things. So I don't know if I'm going to dedicate two hours to it. I know it's on my channel as, a, as as being so. I may change that. And, of course, Breakfast with Boom returns Friday morning. we got a lot of topics to get into there. Uh, but, of course, I'll close out the show with something that's important to me. Folks, hopefully one day it will be important to you. And that's something that my dad told me when we were kids. And he said, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you. You're going to have an awesome day, so take care, everyone. Enjoy this amazing gaming week, and we'll see you next week on the recap on the new episode of the Xbox Factor podcast.